recording. Hi! Hello. How are you doing? You know, uh, better, better. Oh, what? Okay, wait, wait, why were we not better in the, why are we, what are we better than? Damn, dang video game gets you frustrated sometimes. Dude. Losing on a fifth game, going for the nuke, you know, you know that feeling. I don't. You know that feeling? I don't. I usually lose it about the first one. With Remember, you guys, with yeah, yeah, I know. I was that? gonna say that's oh the only God. time is with you guys. Otherwise, oh. I have there's no. Okay, I have so many Call of Duty questions, and I'm so excited oh, to ask I'm you. I'm so ready for it because I'm, I, I'm ready to give out my opinion. Obviously, my opinion, and that no one has to agree with them. You know. Okay, so oh. right, right out of the gate, what are you feeling about season three? Season three is a step forward, but not, I guess. It doesn't meet the expectations I assumed it was going to be. But needless to say, like, otherwise we'd be going back to Warzone 1, right? So this being a different game, it is a step forward. I do like it. It's a W overall. Uh, but the way that they hyped it and they, the way that they got their creators to hype it kind of was disappointing. That's what made it bad, right? I don't um, know. That's I'm asking you. So then what was your expectation going in? My what did you expect? Yeah, I expected a, a a major difference in terms of like animations in general. So when they said, "Oh, mantling, sliding," because they all said this before the update came out, right? Yeah, they're like sliding, mantling, diving. Everything will be much more fluid. Yeah, in my opinion, when when it means by fluid is you can do certain things while you're. Or, or cancel certain things while you're doing animations, right? That's Interesting. What, in my opinion, me, that's what fluid means. Because remember in Warzone 1, right? Where and your you mic is kind of lagging. Away. Like it sounds is like it? there's, yes. And I'm not dropping oh, frames, no. so I know it's not my internet. But it kind of oh, sounds no. like, yeah. Like, was it? Okay. It sounds like what it's going in lagging? and out. Like it's, uh, like you're having a, like your connection is struggling. Uh, maybe because I'm too loud into the mic. Like oh, it's not maybe? doing it right now, right? No. See, because I'm so into the microphone that maybe it's too loud and it just, there's a threshold, right? Oh, maybe yeah. I think it. that's Yo, exactly see, that's, what it is. That's how you know I'm so into this right now. Oh, my gosh. Like my, my mouth was inside the microphone. Yeah, you're just like, I can call a duty. <laughs> okay. But, yeah, uh, going back to, hopefully, hopefully it doesn't stop, but going back to uh, what I said about like just the, 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 being fluid yeah right? um like in warzone one when you reloaded you can cancel the reload when you slide you can cancel the slide when you jump like you weren't in a in a vulnerable position like you could have done certain things to try to i guess um avoid getting stuck yeah if you know what i'm saying so yeah. with that being stuck like that means it wasn't really fluid right interesting so with, okay with the, with the mantling i tested the mantling it seems like the mantling is the same right so when you're climbing on like let's say a windowsill yeah and you're trying to push a team you're invested in that mantle right so that makes you vulnerable so in my opinion that's not fluid right interesting there be okay a system where you're mantling on top of the window and then if you oh shoot okay they have their gun ready for me there should be a a way to just like cancel that like okay no no back up you know what i'm saying yeah. because if you're climbing that window i think you're pretty much invested i don't think there's any way for you to stop from climbing up right 
Yeah. So that's so was any of so did you hear in relation to that fluidness that some of those changes were made or was that just your interpretation of the word fluid in relation to the update? Yeah, that was just my interpretation. Oh, okay. And okay, like, cool. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Just based on everyone else's opinion too, like obviously the, the notorious Joe Woe when he said yeah. Warzone 2 is saved, you assumed with his call with them that they were going to do amazing things with movement and fluidity. Right? Yeah. And then you see it on Joe's stream. I don't know if you watched his stream. I didn't. He but... got into a game. Uh, you should have seen the disappointment in his face, man. Like, really? He, yeah, that bad? He, he, yeah, he, he tested the dive. He, he, uh, he did the slide. And then he did the mantle. It was all the same thing. Like, I noticed a little bit of a difference, but like, not to where like, they, how they described the difference. In the, in the I, notes, right? Yeah, I wish there was a. I wish someone had that recorded call, and like what they yeah. actually said, because that that I feel is the biggest disconnect, and that was one of the most yeah. like disheartening things to see on socials yesterday. Was just signed like a NDA or something before. Probably. Right? Like, I mean, yeah. maybe, but uh, I don't know. Like that. Mm. Yeah, I, I really don't know, dude. I, I'm also just so annoyed with Call of Duty and Activision. And all of it yeah. in general that I'm trying to distinguish my own feelings of just them as a company versus like it's really mm -hmm. only to them. I think the the anger that was directed at creators and those people who did say Warzone is saved, whatever whatever is unfair. But that's why I'd be so curious to know like what they actually like what their verbiage was and what they expected those changes to be versus what we actually got like what you you referenced the patch notes what in the patch like do you recall like the language of the patch notes that made you expect more um well i mean when they when they say an increase of this yeah i would assume it would be a noticeable increase you know yeah like but like now that i think about it um you know when they do their regular like weapon balances when they did an like buff per se, like when they said increase damage by this, a gun still felt the same. Yeah. Right? So I guess it, it, it like I interpreted it wrong. Like I should have just gone based of our knowledge from recent updates, right? And like, tell me a time where they did a season update where it was a major change, anyways. Oh, dude, that's Call exactly. Duty was never like that. The closest that it came to was the King Kong versus whatever Godzilla. But that wasn't even like yeah. great in my opinion. It no. was like Godzilla and King Kong teaming up to destroy us in Caldera. Like it yeah. was a miserable. Like in in my opinion, it was a miserable event. Oh, it like, wasn't. I remember we were playing it, and it was just we thought yeah. that we would be able to like commandeer one or do Two more, sides. and it's just like yeah. no, you just watch them fight and kill us. Thanks. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> so yeah. so then how? Has your perspective changed then based on what you expected versus what you're actually getting? Like, how are you still enjoying this game? Um, I mean, if it wasn't for me doing what I'm doing, creating content and, and just vibing out with, with the community that we built in general. Yeah. I feel like in my personal gain of just me playing this game, I would not. Really? Like, I would not go out and play this game by myself. Um, and but like it just depends like where we grown up right like sometimes you know in school or whatever it is we hang out with a group of friends they convince you to play certain games that you don't normally play right 
Yeah, that's fair. Um, and shooters growing up, I was never really a big fan of shooters. Like, I don't know if you ever knew this. Like, I, was I a didn't big fighting game fan and an RPG fan. Like, I was big into Final Fantasy. I was big into Street Fighter growing up. I never played shooters until maybe like I tested out Medal of Honor, like PlayStation Two days. It was fine. It was all right. Um, but in high school, right? Um, like all the friends convinced me to play Call of Duty Four Modern Warfare, right? Same. Um, and I had played Call of Duty Three before, like the, the game before that, but I wasn't yeah. like into it, you know. Um, but maybe it was just the evolution of COD, and maybe it just the game got better, right? Um, but like my friends convinced me to play Call of Duty Four in high school, and that's when I started to be okay, all right, get into the groove, all right, okay, I do like this game. And so, okay. Like with with now COD evolving so much, I feel like it is trying to go back to the foundation of COD, like with yeah. all the fancy smancy movement and stuff like that. But because they evolve COD so fast, it's so hard for them to bring out different content and 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 try to make something spectacular, in my opinion. Right. So now we all have these expectations, like. From from Call of Duty Four to like freaking uh, Black Ops, right? It was such a crazy like change, right? With jetpacks and such, and you know all the stuff added to the game. I feel like now it's like it, there's not much you could do, right? Exactly. And you just got to deal with it, really. But now that it's mainly towards battle royale, now you're competing with huge, huge games like PUBG and Fortnite and Apex and all that other stuff. And COD was always like a multiplayer game, right? People. Oh yeah, Can't forget about that. So, because it was what it was blackout that was the first BR of COD, and that was where my career started. Yeah, and that was exactly where I was hoping this was segue. So, where did mm -hmm. where did Grease Monkey, where was Grease Monkey born in the streaming content world? What was oh, your man. journey with all of that? So, uh, it's funny because I never used to really watch streamers. Like I wasn't really Same. into that. Yeah, until Facebook Gaming, you know started so give me years because i'm curious some people i find have found like found facebook gaming right when covid started some people have known about it for years prior do you have like a time frame of when you first discovered facebook gaming uh after it's like one year maybe even a little before one year how long ago was that because i don't even know how long they've been around because i only found uh, facebook gaming when covid started was it five or six years ago Holy hell. I've streamed almost four years now. It's what? Four years in September, yeah. yeah. No way. A huge grind, and I'm, you know, it's, I'm, I'm not slowing down, but yeah, it's been almost four. It's going to be four years in September. September 26th, I believe, was my first ever Facebook stream, like, official. Like, I've done, like, you know, the stream off the console to Twitch type yeah. stuff, but that was nothing, right? Um, I don't know if I, you've ever seen my first ever setup. No. But on that day, like it was in my living room on like a freaking, I think it was like a 55 inch TV. Maybe. <laughs> um, with, uh, my, with, my, with my streaming laptop uh, that I still have to this day. Um, it still works fine. Uh, use it from time to time. But yeah, streaming laptop onto my stool, right? So I'm on a couch. Yeah. Right. I was first on the couch, but then I got the glass chair to move closer to the freaking TV because it's the living room. Like, oh, yeah, our couch is like far away from the freaking TV. Right. 
uh yeah so i had these glass uh, uh chairs from our dining table uh had that and then had bar stools and the bar stools had two of my microphones because it was a weird setup because i was on console and then a capture card to the laptop so i invested a lot of time and 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 research and all that good stuff like i was like you know what it doesn't have to look pretty as long as i can stream good audio and good video i think i should be okay <laughs> so at the at the camera set up on, on like on the tripod on the bar stool because it was a little tripod what and my microphone was on the bar stools as well um yeah man it, it's wait so, so, it, so take me back even take me back even further what led to that what what sparked you into like hmm i okay. sh i want to check out streaming okay so um streaming was never in my head um playing call of duty right i always played call of duty because i loved it since high school okay um and, and you're I how old again ever since i am turning 31 this year dude let's go wait when yeah. me too september hey nice yeah okay keep so, talking say words uh yeah so it wasn't never in my mind to stream i always just loved playing call of duty i loved playing with my friends like we had a whole like toronto clan and stuff like that like we made shirts and what uh, and i don't know if you remember <laughs> That's um, so cool. which, this is probably the best time of call of duty in my opinion when the application that call of duty had made i think it was with activision it was called call of duty elite so it tracked every call of duty game you had ever played knew what prestige you remember what prestige is like those yeah and stuff knew the prestige since call of duty for modern warfare like it kept, kept track of all of that right um and there were tournaments that are held online just like cm remember you yeah, know yeah, yeah. cmg and stuff works now right so just yeah. like that but on that app and you played like public lobbies and and like they tracked how well you did right when you entered the tournament based on the public profile that you signed up in the call of duty elite app and and i won a few tournaments on there and stuff like that like it, i was like i was a competitor but not a serious competitor and i never looked into streaming at that time which i should have i was i was an idiot like um it was just like you know a lot of things going in my mind and i was in school as well uh took university for four years nice. i graduated with a business economics degree which i don't really use yeah <laughs> i don't um, think many of us use our degrees <laughs> yeah yeah exactly um so i was a really busy kid and then you know the the partying too like I, I managed a nightclub. You already knew that, right? And no, I, I feel like oh, I, never knew that. I might have heard. I was because I've been waiting for you to before. talk about you being a mechanic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. So, so well, you were OK. I mean, no, pretend I, I don't know anything. Like, OK, OK, OK. So just OK. Grease monkey where it comes from is yeah. my first ever job. Um, so I had a lot of family issues growing up. Right. And uh, unfortunately, like my parents couldn't really um take care of me in terms of because they were working so much and they're never home stuff like that so i went to high school in the states to live with like my aunt and uncle right no way but they weren't stable as well because they had kids of their own my cousins and it was so hard to take care of me because you know financial reasons and stuff like that yeah like, i'm not saying i was a bad kid it was just like um our family wasn't really financially like you know great like they you yeah know, they're, they're fresh off the boat they came from you know con the constitution camp in lao and and they, oh wow you know, they, yeah like they wanted the american dream stuff like that like it it was tough right so i mean you know they had jobs they made a living they took care of the kids but it wasn't um like they weren't really 
financially ready for me. Yeah. But they did take the responsibility to take me, you know, and 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 um, take high school over there. But I had good thing I had a huge family, so I I moved all over the place. Um, so it first started with like my uncle in Florida, and then he at what was busy. walk me through the ages because this is uh, this a lot is of moving freshman. around and far more yeah, than yeah, I yeah. thought. Yeah, yeah. But this is all like I I grown up here in in Toronto and and was here till after middle school graduation. Okay. So going into high school, um, like so that my my parents like. Uh, could you know save up some money and stuff like that um they they had to i mean they i'm it wasn't forced like i was like okay let's do this i'll move to the states with you know my uncle and on and oh and we'll nice this, right so it was just like a community to, decision if you or like a fam a familial decision it wasn't just um or yeah, or no um it, it it was uh but i'll tell you like uh, i'll lead to why i think like maybe i should have stayed here but uh, i'll lead into that after but okay Oh yeah, I agreed. I moved to the states. I first lived with my uncle in Florida. Uh, stayed there for not even, I like I was gonna do high school over there in Miami, but things got like I don't know, things got weird, and 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 I didn't feel comfortable being by myself with just my uncle over there. Like just not having, I didn't have a huge family in that area. Okay. So I moved to my uh, uh, uh another uncle's uh place in in new jersey and and stayed there in new jersey and started high school there uh for one to two years okay uh had some issues there because someone had passed away and um they could have no longer took care of me so i moved from new jersey to connecticut to finish my years with i went to two different high schools in connecticut because I have a huge family in Connecticut. So I stayed with one family for a year and then stayed with another family for the next year. Holy another... hell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How was that for you? It was a struggle because it, it was hard to make friends. Yeah. You know? And, and be, like, a good thing I had a big family because if it wasn't for them, I, would, I don't know what I would have done with myself. Like, yeah. You know? Um, but... Yeah, so uh, during all that jazz, right, the last year of my high school when I was graduating, actually, no, no, the, the last two years of high school, I uh, found out my dad had, like, um, like a kidney disease, a hypertensive kidney disease, so he had to go into dialysis, and he was in there for years, because in Canada, free health care means you wait in a long-ass yep, line. Yep, that's, yeah, I and heard he that part. For, yeah, he waited for a kidney for years. He finally got one, like, um... And he's still living to this day, you know, nice. living his best life. Um, but, oh yeah, dude. You know my, and then you know my parents they got into a divorce um, during my high school years in the states. So like that's when I felt like I wonder what would have happened if if I had stayed with my parents. You know what I'm saying? A little bit. What What mm. is the what if in your mind? Like you would have been able to keep them together, like or... the glue, basically. Yeah. yeah. But in like knowing their stories, you know, and, and stuff like that, I mean, maybe it would have been inevitable. Yeah. So, so it, it, like, it, it still always goes in the back of my head, like, you know, what would have happened? Yeah. Right? You're always going to think about that type of stuff, right? especially with family, right? So. And how was um, your communication and connection with them while you were in the States and going through all this? Did you talk to them a lot? Was it 
Um, occasional yeah, phone calls here and there. Yeah, occasional phone calls here and there. It, it's weird because so my parents, like when I speak with my parents, it's it's very very weird because I'm the third, actually the fourth child because I did have um our the second child the the the, the second oldest. Uh, he actually he passed away when when he was born in Argentina. Oh wow! So yeah, so but I'm I'm the last of uh, uh of the children. How many? Uh, so so my of... oldest was born in, in uh, of three of us. There's three of us. Oh okay. And uh, so Onu, which is my oldest brother, he was born in Thailand. So my parents had a whole thing, um, with with the the, the communist war, and they were forced to live in a concentration camp in Thailand. Uh, so that's where my oldest brother was born. And then they had a choice to make um, to take a trip to Argentina, the States, Canada, and some other countries, I believe, like, uh, like somewhere, actually, no, somewhere in France. Like, I have family in France, too, and I have family oh in Australia gosh, as well. Oh, my gosh, dude. There was a bunch of places there that they could have gone to, but my parents wanted to go to Argentina. Like, I still don't know, really know why. So. <laughs> Yeah, so they went to Argentina, and that's where my um, second oldest brother was born. I would have had two brothers, so I had two uh, brothers that were... Uh, so his name was Rafael that had passed. He has a little uh, grave in, in Argentina. Oh, wow. Uh, and then my uh, uh, brother, Fernando. Uh, so he's the, he's the middle child. Like, okay. If you exclude, you know. Yeah. Um, so he was born in Argentina, lived... My parents lived there for like 13, 14 years, and then they moved to Canada... And then that's where I was born. What brought them to Canada, if you know? Uh, Argentina was still like a you know, third world country-ish type, you know, yeah. uh, living. And, and they wanted something, um, I guess, bigger and better for their lives. And what so brought they, them? Yeah. What? Why Canada, though? Because you have family everywhere, it seems. Uh, my dad's side of the family decided to move to Canada. Oh, OK. My mom's side of the family uh, moved. I think they all moved to the States. So my dad's side of the family moved to Canada, France and Australia, I believe. Damn, yeah. dude. I don't think I have a family anywhere else. Big family, though. Yeah. yeah. Shit. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I was born here in Canada. And, uh, oh yeah, that's, I oh wait, that's no, how did Grease Monkey come? We almost got there. Oh my God. Oh my God. Okay. So <laughs> we were so uh, close so after. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, graduated in the, in the States. Okay. This now we're going back to the conversation of me taking school in the States. So yep. I graduated. Uh, so after hearing about the news of my dad and the divorce and stuff like that, I was like, you know what? Cause I was going to take, I was applying for UConn actually. But, oh, nice. um, you know, hearing all that news, I was like, okay, let me move back to Canada to at least, you know, take care of my dad. Cause you never know what's going to happen. Right. And yeah. him going through his, his thing with his kidney and him going through a divorce. Um, like I can't not, you know, at least go and try to take care of him, you know? Yeah. So, uh, decided to go and apply for York university in Toronto. So I went back home, did that. Uh, so after taking four years of, of business, um, I needed a job and, uh, I needed to pay rent, needed to pay bills, obviously. So my brother, Fernando hooked me up on a job at a automotive shop, not a mechanic shop, just automotive shop. I honestly never really was into cars. 
but never looked that way. Never was like, oh my God, you know, uh, never was in my intention to learn about cars or stuff like that. But that was my first job and I needed to pay the bills, right? Yeah. Pay rent, you know, needed to be a grown up. So, um, I did. So he hooked me up with, uh, a job at an automotive shop that, uh, his friend owned. And that's where it all, like after working in that industry, starting to know more about the cars, uh, I kind of enjoyed that hobby. Nice. So, yeah. So in my intention, taking school for business economics. So this isn't like, I didn't take the job after graduation. Obviously it was during university. Um, so I was doing part-time and then going to school. And then after university, um, I had looked for actually like, like career jobs with, with business and stuff like that. Like applied for banks, like positions in banks and stuff like that. Uh, but like I was doing so well at the automotive shop. I'm like, you know what? I'm knowing so much about this. What if I try to own my own shop one day? Nice. So that was the, that was the future goal. Um, and mixed with my hobbies of playing video games and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, to earn more cash though, because now, uh, gotta, you know, gotta pay rent. And stuff like that uh my brother same brother fernando he hooked me up with jobs at the nightclub like cash jobs yep. right like promoting and such um and then i was always big into music and then you know like seeing these djs play music and seeing how much money they earn and stuff like that i'm like you know what let me give it a shot and then uh, like djing became a good hobby of mine after right hell so, yeah <laughs> yeah so uh yeah, doing some gigs, DJing, um, getting to know like some of the the club owners and stuff like that. Uh, I eventually became a manager of a nightclub because it was like honestly, like yeah, I love DJing, but the money, the, the difference on the money was like you know a, a, a substantial change. Yeah, that I was like, you know what, let me give this a shot, and you know manage the nightclub for money. So I did that for a couple years. Damn. Right? So, I did, so I worked at the automotive shop. Like I never stopped working at the automotive shop. So my goal was like bank a lot of money, right? Save up and hopefully own my own automotive shop one day. Like the nightclub manager stuff wasn't a dream. Wasn't like something yeah. like, oh, I'm going to do forever because you can only stay up so much and drink so much. Dude, it's so uh, exhausting. Yeah. But it's fun though, right? Oh, it's, it's so prime, much fun. Yeah. So much fun. You get to know a lot of different people. You obviously being a, a manager of a nightclub, you get all types of, of, you know, like craziness. Yeah. Like, uh, and and, and t- all types of personalities and all, because uh, sometimes you get to know a person more when they're, you know, a few drinks in. Oh, yeah. They say a lot more stuff and they're not so shy. Right? Yep. Uh, but yeah, I made a lot of friends and this, like it was just a fun ride doing that, especially now, m- like making money off it too. Right. So it, it was fun. It was fun. Um, but obviously I knew that wasn't going to be forever. And that's out like that's how I met uh, Sidra. I nice. Now I uh, did hire her to to work, and you know we talked and stuff like that, and then we just relationship from there. So so y'all have been together for what like five plus years? No, we uh, it's gonna be no, it's it's eight years. Holy eight years hell! March. Eight years March, yeah, twenty fifteen. Damn, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And wait, I wanted yeah. to pause one more before we continued. What did you go into college wanting to do? What did, well, I guess we can go through different oh, levels. What yeah, did yeah, young Greece want to do? That part. I skipped that part. I didn't part. ask yeah, you. I that's fair. Wanting, I wanted to be a, a game designer. Really? So I took, I took computer science and I hated it. 
so I hope this helped yeah 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 so if there's any young audience watching right now like don't be afraid that you're gonna make the wrong choice because the choice is going to um come at you strong once you go through your experiences right yeah so like i was scared like going like going through all this family stuff and all this you know things going through my head like it was hard for me to to choose right and obviously I don't know, this is stereotypical, but Asian parents, they want you to be, like, very, very successful, obviously, right? Yeah. Because they want you to be living the American dream, right? They want you to be a doctor. They want you to be a lawyer. Was that, true, though. like, pressure true. for you? Is that the pressure you got from them? No, because I never really was, like, I wasn't with my parents I mean, it, in high school, And right? was there any like, pressures on the family that you were staying with no, to, like, try and guide you? To, uh, I mean, they they were very um, careful of what I was doing, like in terms of going out, like like high school, like, you know, your high school days, like yeah, you just want to go out with your friends and not tell them where you're going and stuff like that. Like they were very safe, they 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 were very comfortable, but they never really told, like because maybe because they weren't my parents, they weren't so forceful with it. Mm, okay, like like. They, but they were with like my cousins. They were strict. My cousins, like you gotta be a doctor. You gotta, you gotta get good grades. So that was my mentality going into it, right? I didn't want them to, to feel like a burden. Like yeah. I wanted. To, okay, so I took high school there. I'm gonna be successful. I'm gonna get good grades, and I'm gonna try to do something great. You know, going through this experience, especially like knowing my parents got divorced and and my dad's sick. Uh, you know, that's how that mentality came in. But they were very strict. Like if. Like if I were to live with my parents in high school, like they would have probably done the same thing to me. Like you, good grade. Like you better, you know, because based off my brothers, they were very strict with my brothers. Okay. Right? Yeah. And unfortunately, like you know, my brother, my like, you know, they didn't really succeed in like getting their diplomas. Mm -hmm. But they're they're very smart people. Don't get me wrong. Like they chose their path. Yeah. And decided not to take certain things. But they're doing good now, you know. Like, nice. So, um, uh, where were we again? That was that. Uh, I mean, I think that was just <laughs> the uh the previous what you wanted to do. So game design. Okay. Yeah. And then, so game designing. Yep. So yeah, yeah. So going back to that, uh, yeah, took uh York U for computer science, and going into it, it was so um, I don't know. People tended to stay in their own groups it was very uh i don't know the, the vibe wasn't for me nice. like going into it learning computer programming and stuff like that like it was definitely not for me so i mean what I was about it math. uh what about it it was just um i don't know like when i when i was going into it i didn't think it was so mm, like going into the lectures the professors, maybe it was just a bad experience for me. Yeah. But the professors, the 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 people in the lectures, like the fellow students and stuff, it was just I felt like I was out of place. Interesting. Like it it wasn't for me, but maybe it was just the experience I went in. Maybe if I went to you know a different school and took the same courses, maybe I would have had a, a you know a better experience. But everyone tend to stay in their own like groups. Like it was weird, and and maybe it was because. At, at York U, they took in a lot of international students too. So maybe that's why mm. a lot of people knew each other and, you know, spoke different languages and stuff like that. 
Um, but I, I don't know. I just couldn't get it together and focus in those courses, in those lectures. And this was right. when you were first in college, thing. right? Yeah, yeah, first year. Okay. And so, you haven't set your major yet. Like what your, no. is your, so you're undeclared right away, right off the gate? Pretty, um, yeah, pretty much, yeah. Okay. Um, and then uh, going through a whole year of that, I was like, damn, like, because uh, I didn't go nowhere. Like, you know, I had some credits, but nothing to show for for a year, right? Yeah. So I, I literally, that one year was almost a waste, right? Um, so I was like, you know what? Let's keep it. Like, I don't know what I want to do yet, but I do want to at least get into something that, you know, I may look forward to in the future and maybe like own my own business store or at least know something financially to keep me stable, right? To be smart financially, I think I'll be okay. So that's when I was like, you know what? Uh, let me look into business economics, right? Because it's a very um, broad, yeah. right? Because you can, you can take that into anywhere. You go to a bank, you can work in a, in a certain um, um, division in, in a company, right? Financial division and then, you know, have some insight and help and maybe find a job through that, right? Like there's so many things you can do with business economics. And especially like owning your own business per se, right? Like, yeah, you, you'll know, you'll know, um, you know how to, I guess, start yourself up. So, I mean, yeah, I took that and I did all summer school so that I can cover up my 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 first year. So I did summer courses right after that first year, Damn. and then I just, you know, what I'm like, I'm gonna commit to this. Um, this is not bad. I actually kind of enjoy knowing stuff like this. You know, like supply and demand in businesses and and how they grow, how they don't grow. Stuff like that, like exit strategies in case, you know, you get shit on. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, <laughs> in case you got a dump and run. Uh, yeah, exactly. And and not putting too much investment in certain things like uh, and just like algorithm and, and getting, you know, some some equations that you like. That's pretty generic, uh, which I forgot all of them, honestly. Uh, because oh, yeah. In years. <laughs> I've forgotten everything uh, about my degree for the most part. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, did, committed to that for the four years to at least have a degree and have something to back and fall on if let's say i don't go through with something right which it was then i had a part-time job at an automotive shop and i was like oh i kind of like this and i did so well that you know i i got promoted to like you know uh positions and and, and got good money and got to know how the shop worked and how the money came in how the money comes out like i, I got and i even got into like uh looking into uh buying a shop with with the owner right looking at all the dang numbers. yeah yeah yeah. I, we went to look for a shop that was on sale and had you know spoke with the owner there that wanted to sell and he was with me and yeah it was it was a really really good experience like and i, I could have done it if i had put all my money on there and 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 then try to get loans i i could have done it but it was very scary at the time right yeah like because you're comfortable like i worked at a nightclub got money uh you know from there and then worked at the automotive shop during the day got money from there so i was financially stable right so like it was just getting out of that comfort zone so who knows if i had made that push to to invest into that so hence where the name grease monkey comes from um because i've worked in automotive industry for since my first job right That's... um but going back into that now yeah so you know, gaming was just always a hobby. Call of Duty was just always a hobby. You know, I was really good at it. 
played some competitive in, in, in Call of Duty Elite. Yeah, I was going to say, um, so you've been good for most mm -hmm. of your Call of Duty playing experience. Yeah, I think video games in general are always normally good. Like, even something as simple as Super Mario, like those games, like I, I fast-tracked through all those levels in Super Mario and, and playing Street Fighter. I don't know if you know that game. Like a fighting Yeah, game. not well like, enough, though. Like, I never really yeah. played it. Yeah, but it was a, a big arcade game, too. Yep. Remember when you used to put, like, quarters on the oh, arcade yeah. machine to, to go next? I would no. be beating the adults. I was a kid in middle school. And, well, I think I started even before that. Uh, like, through the quarter to go next, and people, adults were looking, because it was an adult game mainly, right? Because it was a very um, technical yeah. game. Like, to, to win. Uh, so, like... They, they looked at me like, oh, okay, a kid wants to play. They're going to go easy on me, right? But I shit on everybody. Like, I was so good. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so what uh, about it were you enjoying? Was it the competitive aspect? Was it just a video game? Was it an escape? Like, what was that for you? Um, It was literally everything. Like, really? to me was just a break of everything. I don't have to focus. Like, I had so much, you know, family stuff, you know, some family issues and drama and such, like, having a big family i don't know if you know like it's just like there's so many things that can go wrong people don't have the same opinions arguments and then you're just in the middle just hearing everything yeah and you don't want to choose sides right so gaming was a huge escape and 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 put me into a state of like i don't gotta think about that crap i don't gotta think about you know, my life right now, I'm just going to play yeah. the video game and enjoy myself, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that, that was always a big thing. And then, like I said, like in high school, like I never was into FPS until like I got really into it in on high school when everyone convinced me to play Call of Duty. So, Dude. yeah, that's yeah, that's where it began. And then I guess, OK, I guess it would be what, six? Five, six years ago when Facebook gaming actually was a thing for streaming. Yeah. Um, I started to, like, because I had a Facebook profile, I always scrolled through my, my news feed and saw a couple of streams on my, on my uh, news feed, right? And it was, I don't know if you know, Y8. Yeah. Uh, Picnic Basket. No way. Uh, They've Oak been Boy. doing these for this long. I have no idea yeah. that they'd been. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Oak Boy. Um, Rasta La Vista. Yep. Uh, AST Solemn. Um, like all the original Blackout guys, because I was big into Call of Duty and I did play some Battle Royales. I was never into Fortnite, uh, but I did play PUBG Mobile because that, like, nice. PUBG was very, very slow. But when I played PUBG Mobile, the game was more fluid. There we go. That's the word for it. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, everything loaded in fast. We just want like, fluidness, yeah. fluidity. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I want like a fast pace. Um, like you don't have to wait for shit to load up, or or you know, like it was, it was a very because of, of being a mobile game. I mean, it was just easy, I guess, right? Like just everything in general in the game w was just, I guess, small files created better fluidity with the games, right? Didn't yeah. have to load up five million graphics shaders or whatever so it didn't really slow the game down but playing PUBG mobile i was like i was actually really good at that game on on phone and if i had streamed that i probably you know because because mobile games now is oh yeah the viewage is huge on that 
But when when there was news on a, a battle royale Call of Duty coming out, I was like, holy crap! Like this is gonna be fun, right? Because I loved Call of Duty and I love multiplayer. But now putting it into a, a BR mode, bro, that was the hype, and it and it really met expectations even further. Playing Blackout, have you, have you ever played? I think I played one game of Blackout once. That was it. Otherwise, because I, I, I got I away like from, then. well, no, I, I mean, I played <laughs> okay. it at a friend's. I got over, uh, you, I think I ended up dipping on Call of Duties at around Ghost, I think. Because A, I got into a relationship and she wasn't too keen on games. And then B, once you started throwing in like jet packs and all this crazy shit, I was like, dude, if I wanted this, I would go play Halo. Like, I, I think <laughs> like Modern Warfare 2, or no, probably Black Ops 3 was my last, uh, no. Black Ops 2, I should look up the order of the games, but I want to say like Black Ops 2 was probably my last Call of Duty before Modern Warfare 2019 that I actually enjoyed. Otherwise, I, when I think... When did you start? Uh, I mean, I started it at Modern Warfare at COD 4. My, one of my buddies nice, got nice. me over from Halo, and I think did I ended it? up... Yeah. yeah, I was playing Halo That's 3 exactly lovingly. Just, people convinced you. Yeah. And then I hated no. ODST when they got rid of the BR and they made us use the uh, DMR. And I was like, this sucks. And then I went over to Call of Duty and then Call of Duty threw in jetpacks. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to stop playing video games. And then, no, <laughs> I think I ended up playing Destiny. Oh my God. I, I want to say Destiny. Destiny was what I ended up the getting on PS4. in the beginning. Yeah. But yeah. It was very repetitive after. Exactly. And then, like, you, they... you, got, you got all the loot that you needed from the dungeons. Yep. But then it was very repetitive dungeons. You knew when the enemies were going to appear and stuff like that. Like, there was not a lot of change. No. It was just the same enemies, the same way they spawn, the same everything. So, like, if you mastered the way, like, the dungeon worked, like, you didn't need to have good gear to complete it, right? That was the thing about Destiny. Like, and then I guess Destiny 2, with all the updates, I guess they fit. I've never really invested so much time on Destiny 2 because obviously Call of Duty was, was huge, right? Um, but yeah, that was a fun game, but it was just repetitive, right? So... Dude, that's a whole wait. Let me hold on for two seconds. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh oh, that's what it was. Advanced Advanced Warfare was the mm. last Call of Duty that I actually enjoyed. And yeah, oh, you enjoyed it. Okay. I mean, I or that I remember playing because I have okay. I have Black Ops Three. I tried Rainbow Six Siege. Need for Speed was fun. Destiny. Oh, that's what took my what Battlefield. Battlefield mm. took me away from Halo and Call of Duty. That's what it was. Because I was like, I really? knew I still gamed, but yeah, my buddies and I between Battlefield Four, Battlefield Five, Battlefield Hardline, like that was so much more fun because you could get in there, you could have the jets, you could have mm. the helicopters, you could get into these like epic fights, you could sit in the back and snipe. Like it was. It was slower, and also I was better at games than my friends, and so they would just get pissed every time we would play Call of Duty, <laughs> and there was no chance in hell they would play Halo with me because they fucking hated it. So, mm. uh, yeah, dude, Battlefield, that's what it was. Okay, continue. Yeah, I just I had to answer that question in my mind. No, no, yeah. yeah. Really? Sure. You never got into Battlefield? I feel no. like it's too slow. You strike me, well, based on what you've said so far, as someone who might not have the patience for a slower game. Yeah, yeah. But the thing is, like, I was so, like, I was so invested in Call of Duty, right? Yeah. Like, that it was so hard to play a different type of shooter. Like, because in my opinion, I'm like, why would I play that? 
when there's still more Call of Duty games coming out. Well, and aren't you, and, and, even during this, still, like, are you still competing every now and then? Like, you're talking about now? Yeah, no, like, as you're thinking of, like, why would I, there's plenty of other Call of Duties, yeah, yeah, are, yeah, you're still, still competing. competing. Yeah, but Call of Duty Elite did, um, I don't know why, but they, they stopped, I forgot what game it was that they stopped. I think it was, like, Advanced Warfare or something, where they stopped having Call of Duty Elite and stopped tracking, you know, the, the, all the other games. Damn. Oh, that's when I slowed down a bit and focused more on work, right? But I still played video games from time to time. Yeah. Um, and then when Black Ops 4 came out with the B, I think that's when they came out with the BR, right? Yep. That's when I'm like, oh, crap, this is going to be insane. Like, I did play Black Ops, you know, 1, 2, and 3 and all those. Um, but it was such a big hype of it coming out with a freaking uh, BR. Like how it was, remember Zombies came out for What at War? Yep. That was, that was so fun. That's actually like I was never a zombies guy. No, no. Like on occasion, I out? never. Like on mm. occasion, I was always. I had to play against other people. Like I've been. Mm. I think com competition is so ingrained. Well, was so ingrained. It's something I've gotten away from as I've matured. But there was always some form of like I have to know I'm better than someone. There has to be someone else that mm -hmm. I know I'm competing against that I have to beat or be better than or whatever. So it's mm -hmm. no. I would never. I. I can probably count on one hand the amount of time I would play zombies. Yeah. Unfortunately. Because yeah. I know so many people have so much fun with it. But yeah, mm -hmm. that was never... No. Well, yeah, it was like it was a game mode that you needed a squad with. Playing with randoms, obviously playing with randoms in any game, it, it's kind of hard It'll to make find you cry. a good... Yeah, a good communicating teammate. Yeah. That has good vibes, right? There's always someone toxic and or someone not have a mic for some reason or too shy to talk. You know they have you know damn well they have a microphone. Oh, you see right? it. Yeah. <laughs> so so I mean, yeah, I, I get what you're saying with, with with trying to be, you know, compete and be a better player overall. And that's why like it was like kind of a waste playing zombies because it was more a team. Yeah. You just it and was I never really like I'm going to, I'm so good at zombies. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, no exactly. Like that's what it was. Yeah. I get what you're saying. And yeah. I needed that. I needed to be like, oh yeah, shit on this one guy. I got a hundred kills in this. <laughs> oh yeah. Not what level I reason, went up to. Yeah, exactly. And that's another reason why I played COD so much because obviously we had the level prestige system and you wanted to show off yep. your level, your prestige and how good you are. Right. And that was always a thing for me too. Um, and like, I mean, thankfully, like I, I don't know, I was just really good at playing those video games and, and when the BR came out, I was like, holy crap, this is going to be good. And then that's when I started to see, you know, I mean, maybe the phone was listening, was going through you. Yeah. I never really followed streamers, right? And I never re really watched streamers until it was on my timeline on Facebook when, when, when Blackout came out and I was playing Blackout and I seen these streamers played. I'm like, oh my God, like, this is interesting to watch. Like, I, I had, you know, I was vibing out in, in those chats, in those streamers, you know, chats. And, you know, I was, I was, grateful for them you know to to be on so i can watch during my lunch break and and or or whenever you know i'm just you know chilling like it was great watching them play because they were goaded at the game did you have right? a regular and, uh like a, a few people in the rotation that you would regularly watch or was it the people um, you named previously uh, uh i never okay so it was mainly y8 picnic and sergeant finesse nice yeah it, it, it was those three mainly like I apologize if there was hey, others that I apologize. watched. Because it, <laughs> it was such a long time. Clearly, they and weren't then... memorable enough. So <laughs> but, what uh... what attracted you to those streamers in particular? 
What about um, um? It was it was the the same fast gameplay that I do. Nice. You know what I'm saying? Like watching them play, I'm like, wow. I thought I was good at the game, and then that's what made me invest so much more time. Like, okay, I learned from this. I can get better at what I am right now. You know, like just watching them play and going through this because when they played solo, because Blackout, a lot of I don't know if you watched those streams, but a lot of them were playing solos, and you got to kind of learn yeah from them and 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 know their thoughts on their plays and stuff like that and i think that's what made me become the player that i am today just learning rotations because br was new to cod right yeah. so you you did need to focus on rotations you did need to focus on what you had for loot at end game you did have to focus on how many people were left you know um and and, and your positioning in in everything but everything had to be fast paced because obviously circle was closing uh like the, the, these games the zones close up so fast and it and blackout like it was intense because the time to kill was perfect right like it was it was literally like you need to needed to hit your shots 100 yeah. right you couldn't just have a couple shots from the gun and then you kill them like and then there was grapples as well that you can maneuver around the movement was very fluid um you can jump around grapple slide uh you could do so many things at once to kind of get away from certain scenarios even though you're out in the open right um that game i think was probably the closest as it comes to a true battle royale because you had to loot up certain attachments for the guns you yep. only got the guns that you found off the ground uh, and like it was like when you died you died there was no getting bought back no respawn uh, no gulag yeah, no respawn exactly like damn so was... you drop in and die you're done yep damn like, if you were in a group like like this is where like your win loss ratio was sucked because you felt bad for the guy that died off rip you would reset your game really right? you would just leave the game yeah dang um, yeah were games about oh. the same length as they are now like 30 for a full uh, if you recall yeah pretty much pretty much dang yeah. so 20 30 minutes and as, uh, but even before. It was crazy. It w with that game, there was a huge kill feed. You knew who were in your lobby. So when someone, when it didn't even have to be close to you, when someone killed someone across the map, you see their names, who killed who. Oh, so, shit. Like, you knew if it was a sweaty lobby or not. Because if that kill feed went off, you're like, holy crap, this lobby's dying fast. And you're seeing who's killing who. It was insane. That's so um, interesting. Yeah. So going into the going back to like the streaming now, yeah. Um, my girlfriend actually was just watching me watch streams, and she's like, "I mean, you're as good as this. Why don't you try it out?" Hey, let's go and, supportive you know partnership. What? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, and then and I'm blessed to have you know um, a gorgeous, supportive you know girlfriend to yeah. To just you know um, just I guess put me over the speed bump of me just you know okay. Let me just do it because I should have done this a long time ago because I used to watch at least YouTube. I, I watched YouTube videos at least. Right. Yeah. And and that's how I knew of Spiro's. Um, there's a guy named oh, dude, I forgot. There's another one that I watched, but he, I don't even I don't know what he does anymore. Something with nacho cheese or something. His name was, had something to do with like nacho and cheese. I forgot nice. his name. OK. But, like, he, he, I, I watched him too. Uh, Gangsta Salute. I don't know if you knew him. No. Uh, youngsters like those youtube guys i used no. to watch their videos on their compilation kills and all that stuff and and learn from them too so i always watched youtube videos anyways and i don't know why it never clicked in my head like 
why don't I try to do this? Right? Because I was so like I think Modern Warfare 2 was my prime because I would used to get no Modern Warfare 3 was my prime because I would used to get Moabs, which which was nukes. Yeah. So those nukes never ended the game. Like those nukes was con like continuous. So you 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 nuked and it killed the whole lobby and you continue playing. Right? Unless it was team deathmatch and the kills were limited. Yeah. But if you're playing like domination or like kill confirmed or those other game with hardpoint. Oh no, it was headquarters. There was no hardpoint, I don't think. Um, and you got a Moab, it would you just kill the whole lobby and you just continue on. So what I have I would have two to three nukes in the game. Like it was crazy. And uh, you know and like I did post those clips on YouTube. Yeah. Right? But it never in my head was like I want to be a streamer. Which I mean, were you I, getting like, traction on any of those? No, it was just it was just for me, nice. you know, just to just to have it on YouTube so that I can go to work because all, all my coworkers play the game too and all my friends play the game. It was more of like, yo, look, watch this, you know? What I'm nice, saying? Like, yeah. Have the proof, right? Because nowadays, yeah, like everything is pretty much recorded when you're playing. Like on PS5, you have that freaking share button or whatever. It records every game for you, anyways, right? So back in the day, it was just like you had to set up the, you know. The, the the video so you record the gameplay and then i would just upload it on youtube so i have it on youtube so i could show my friends it wasn't really like i want to get big on this right i yeah. never had that mentality which i'm like wow i'm such an idiot i should have just tried right i mean when you I can't young. you can't like not even think like i i wouldn't have thought this was possible three years ago yeah for my own self so like i, I mm -hmm. yeah it's pretty it's pretty crazy that you would all of a sudden think like i could do this Especially if you're just working at a freaking car uh, at a mechanic shop and yeah, working yeah. at a freaking nightclub, like you're not yeah, gonna think yeah. about it. like was anyone else besides Sid like acknowledging your goodness in the yeah, game? My oldest brother, yeah. My oldest brother was actually he wanted to do YouTube, uh, like he he created a YouTube channel. It was getting some kind of traction, but he was like, um, he was funny and and he also like um. What's it called? He he was talking over my gameplay. Really? Right? Yeah, yeah. And he was doing it was doing okay, like thousands. Not I mean, like, that's still good. You know, not hundreds of thousands, but maybe tens of thousands. You know? Nice. And it was having some traction, but you know, he, he has kids and he, he has full time job and stuff like that. Like it's very hard, right? Like Yeah. Priorities at that yeah, point. Exactly. Yeah. So but like it never in my mind was like, I'm gonna do this, but like Thankfully, you know, my girlfriend was like, why don't you try to stream? And then all of a sudden, my head's like, oh, what the hell? Okay, let's try it out. And that's when I saved that money for equipment and did my thing. And, and you know, uh, when I first, I'm not going to lie, when I first started streaming, like, I'm like, okay, how do I get my numbers up? And obviously, like, okay, if I'm going to follow you, well, you know, you can yeah. follow me. That's when I first started. Like, I didn't know better. You know? No one does. And, and yeah, exactly. Going into <laughs> it, like I just wanted the numbers to have the base and be like, okay, uh, then I can maybe try to do something else after. But um, I knew that didn't work because those weren't the people that were gonna come watch your stream. They yeah. followed because they wanted the they had the same intention as you, right? They just wanted the numbers to grow. How long did it take um, you to realize that? Um, not, not like long like I, I figured it out right away when I really started the stream with with only my family watching a couple people <laughs> watching. not even maybe it would go to zero you know and when are and you streaming in your because it sounds like you don't have time in general yeah. so where <laughs> are you so, finding the time to do this <laughs> right off their work 
<laughs> Wait, uh, after like, after my like working at my day job, my automotive. Oh, okay. Shop, yeah. So I would work, stream a bit, cause I play video games anyways. Like I like I you know I go home, eat, shower, play some video games, maybe nap, and then go be ready. Being a manager in a nightclub, like Dude. I could have gone there late. Yeah, because I had people setting up the stuff for me anyways. <laughs> so I, I would just go in there at like I don't know eleven sometimes. Jeez, 11 and what was your nightly schedule with that uh, I work? Would, I oh. would be there till three a.m. But then... like let like if if you know we go hard, uh, it'll be longer than that. Yeah, but, uh, like. Throughout the years of working in the industry, you wanted to get out right away. Like, oh, dude, I'm so sleep, done. Yeah. Right? And then I would wake up the next morning for like a nine to nine to five shift. What the hell? And how many times are you doing the double the double day with work and management? What? Yeah. But but the night what was blessed for me, like the, the, I only worked the weekend. But nice. it was funny because the money that I made at the nightclub was almost the same as me working at the automotive shop. Catch, really you know? mm -hmm. so i worked friday saturday sunday and wednesday the wednesday nights we were open too but then there was the Jeez. occasional off nights of like maybe a tuesday or a thursday you know what i'm saying like sometimes they'll have those special events where we have you know we we hired like a, a star or you know a performer something like that for the off night was maybe. was there any burnout you were going through during this 100 percent. like uh, that, and that's when like me and my girlfriend, we were like, okay, the nightclub has to go. Yeah. Right? So we made it, we made a plan for ourselves to be like, okay, let's, cause she worked. What was easy for us is that we both went together. Nice. You know, to work. Right. Oh, at, that's at right. Cause she was still working with you or y'all were yeah, still working yeah. with each other. I should say. Yeah. 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 So okay. It was easy in that way. So, but a regular girlfriend would probably not be with me because I would not have the time. Oh right. yeah, right. like you oh. were never there. It sounded like it sounds yeah. like if yeah. she didn't say hi to you in the mornings, she wasn't gonna see yeah. you. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, it was tough, man. Like being tired out. But how like, did you deal streaming. with it? Um, honestly, I I was like, this is in terms of are you talking about how I dealt with it before streaming or all of it? Like, uh, uh, let's go oh, before and it then wasn't, it wasn't bad before because. It was just I wanted to save money, right? Because I wanted to own my own. It was the incentive, right? It was mm. me grinding for it, right? Like, okay, yeah. let me save up this money so I could buy my own shop one day, right? So it was it was fine, and like the, like the the nightclub stuff was fun, you know. Oh yeah. Like, sometimes we were party anyways, so it's like, all right, you know, I'm making money while I'm partying. Right? Yeah. Especially being a manager, like people wanted to buy drinks for you, even though I could have got free drinks anyways you that's know always the funniest like, part hey can i buy you a yeah, shot i can drink yeah. one for free but you sure a please right you oh yeah 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 see yeah. like i mean yeah people wanted to buy shots for you because you know you were a nice guy or you're your friends or you know it's just you wanted to just you know have some good vibes and just chill out right so um it was fun like it wasn't bad but then when streaming you know came in and like i had so much fun doing it even if like because i said to myself like this is fun. Like, I love doing this. If it blows up, if it blows up, it does. If it doesn't, I'll probably be just still doing this. Like, why not? It, I, I love doing like, I don't know, but hitting that go live button, even if I had zero viewers, like I still uh, played and, 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 and streamed like I had people watching, you know, like it was just fun. Like, 
what did you do with DJing as well? Like I loved uh, entertaining. Yeah. Right? Like, I loved being that. Oh my gosh. Like, you know, making someone like when I see someone when, when I was DJing, right. When I saw someone like, Oh, getting hyped up of a song I was playing next or a mix that I did, or like, you know, a, a mashup that I did. When I see their face and I see them getting hyped, like that made me feel so good. It's a like, drug. I made their night. Yeah. Right. And that's why I love DJing so much. But then now going into streaming, that's why I love streaming so much because it would be the couple of people that were in my stream that were very appreciative. And like, it was just, it was such a good vibe. It was like having friends with you in the room watching you play. And yeah. I mean, when people were watching, like, you know, when you're playing Search and Destroy and like you're the last one alive, I actually enjoyed being the last one alive because I everyone's like watching to you entertain. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I love to do crazy stuff. You know, and uh, it was such a good vibe. And regardless if I had the one person, two, you know, people in my stream, like, you know, I would still be making their day, hopefully. Yeah. They still made mine because they came into the stream when they could have been doing anything else in the world. Yeah. Right. But they hung out with you and chilled with you. And it just felt good being together. Right. So in my head with the streaming thing, I'm like, you know what? Like, um, yeah, we I plan to have up doing the nightclub stuff uh i'll probably just save enough anyways and and maybe i'll just own my own shop and then i'll, I'll stream part-time like that was the thing right but then when covid hit uh, i actually got laid off for a bit because the shop wasn't open because of the whole COVID, COVID stuff. yeah forced me to do this full time and that's when it blew up so like a blessing came from that even though obviously it sucked oh yeah yeah but like it forced me to go full-time and then here i am today still doing it since the covid times holy so, hell because i always plan to go back to work yeah like he said yeah we're laid off for a bit but like i was one of the guys that was gonna go back unfortunately there was some real layoffs that permanent layoffs yeah uh but he said i was going to come back anyways but because it was gonna be a couple months they closed the shop down for a couple months i believe but then they opened it up earlier and I got a call, but that month I did so well. I'm like, you know what? Um, if you were thinking of bringing anyone else in, maybe bring them in, you know? And if I, you know, if I can't come back, I mean, this is the risk I'm willing to take. Yeah. But I mean, I'm doing so well with this. I mean, I would rather have someone still have a job at the shop and I'll be able to do this. And if, if I can't do this, then, you know, unfortunately, I would have to look for another job or go back to the nightclub, you know. Uh, but I had always something to add, like a safety net, always. Right. I always planned it that way because I didn't want to be stuck with nothing because obviously you had to have, like pay the bills somehow. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. So I made that decision. He called me and I'm like, you know what? Maybe have someone else take my spot. And I'm going to do this. And yeah, here I am today still doing this. <laughs> That's so <laughs> sick, dude. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Has uh, holy shit. Yeah. And uh, you know what? Like, I know it's not, you know, as it's been COVID times. Yeah. But I still have the same drive. I still enjoy doing what I'm doing, man. Like, like the way that I'm creating this content, you know, the shorts. Like, I enjoy it as much as everyone watches it. Yeah, right? like it's it's just an amazing feeling having to upload something that people can just watch and just sit back and, you know, laugh or, you know, learn or, 
anything that comes from my content. So, and do you do your own editing for that? How do you yeah. come up with what you want to do for your content? Um, I do have a standard like, okay, I'm going to make a loadout video or I'm going to have a compilation video of my plays uh, or like a learning session. Like I'll always have something. So in a game, uh, depending on how that game goes, like, oh, I made a really good rotation on this game. I'm going to use that gameplay for a learning video or like when I'm vibing like with you guys on the Fridays, right? If yeah. we're having like a great time and something funny comes up, hey, this is going to be a video of something funny. Or nice. like I'm clutching a game, I'm the last one alive. Oh, shoot. I'm going to have that content for clutches, like a compilation of like clutches or like great plays, right? So all depending on how that stream goes, that's how the content comes from. And I like I record every stream. Oh, same. But I do crop out the things that I know was a good game, right? Because I don't want to go through a whole freaking Oh, dude, it sucks. Uh, five hours. Yeah, yeah, it really sucks. Because, like, going through that, sometimes you accidentally skip something. And then when you actually delete the VOD because it takes so much memory in your computer, you're like, oh, shit, man, I, I, I need that content. And you go back to your stream and it's not the good quality that you wanted, right? So, Dude, I have, like, I still have old lives from, like, 2020 on my computer. <laughs> oh, my God. Because I still, yeah, I, I refuse. Like I have yeah. two, two, two 10 terabyte hard drives full oh of, and I think I'm never going to delete. I'm just going to keep adding. I don't know. Mm. I feel like a hoarder. I'm just like, what if, what if I want something from that stream in July of 2021? Mm -hmm. Why not? But yeah, I oh, yeah. probably should just delete everything. Cause I'm never going to look back again. Wait. So I you're do, like, keep going. No, I do have like my original stuff from my streaming laptop and a couple oldies that was, was how I, have grown yeah substantially like i have that that content that that original content but the stuff like in between that wasn't like it was stuff uploaded and it was like okay like i did delete just from like i don't have an extra hard drive yeah to, to, to put everything in but yeah so so how do you maintain your because i i don't really see you play much other than call of duty how do you maintain your motivation and drive when it's when there's so many issues within the game like that's one of the reasons i've had to stop playing granted i'm also not as good as you mm -hmm. so it's like i feel like there's a certain reward you're getting because you're good enough and you're getting those little dopamine hits from being good that mm -hmm. can potentially override those issues but how do you yeah how do you manage that number one is the community and the people i play with nice so like obviously meeting you know content creators like yourselves like creating relationships like that is like the the rock of like oh this is why I love doing what I'm doing because I meet you know great people like you guys, um but my community like yeah a hundred percent my community because when I first started, uh it was always like okay play games with me because that's how you get to really know someone yeah right like just playing as simple as a video game right not just being in the chat and just talking like when you when you play a video game with someone. I don't know if you have the same feeling that you really kind of you get to know the person way more than you were just talking with them. Right. Because it puts you in a scenario where you have to really communicate. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it's just fun doing that. And, and I think w w the main drive is just people around me, the energy around me. The community loves me you know, to see me play. And and the game is not that bad. It's just the evolution is is, is I think what the problem is. Right. Because, Say more. Um, 
basically where we first started we never had slide casting we never had yeah uh, jump shooting we never had all this fancy smancy stuff um but the game evolved so fast like i said from the start that what else are they gonna do after right? yeah and like yeah like there's times where the game sucks and you know the game crashes well because we're on pc i think i think what it is like if we're on console it maybe would be more stable um and like it, with the crossplay issues and and i think what the main frustration is is getting dev aired and and maybe like the time to kill that we were so used to back in the day and and the movement that we're so used to with the fast paced fluidity like that's what frustrates us yeah but at the end of the day like every cod game that came out i played regardless right and we were like i think we all had a a, a point in each game where we were frustrated with the game you know yeah, that's and, fair. And with this, um, obviously, yeah, I think because Warzone 1 really, the BR of Warzone 1 really set the tone. And, and now with them having to add on so much more stuff and the cross play and, and you know, the, the skill gap, as we say it, is, is, and the SBMM is like kind of not perfect. Yeah. I, I think that's what frustrates us. Like, yeah, I, I get from a casual standpoint, they're going into our hobbies and getting shredded. Like, yeah. you have to work on that, right? But same with us. Like, we hate getting into the lobbies. But, I mean, what if it catered towards more for the casuals and the SBMM was really cranked? We wouldn't be having a good time. I mean, you're going to... We would always be getting forced into, you know, our lobbies. And that's, I think, I hope to God, like, with this Warzone ranked and stuff, that's what it'll I was about alleviate... To say. Yeah, it would alleviate some of the SBMM and more of the sets will play Warzone ranked and more of the casuals will play just pubs. Right. And then that'll kind of even itself out in that way. But there's always going to be problems with the game, obviously. Oh yeah. Connections, uh, glitches, hackers. Right. I think it's mainly hackers to be honest, but. So if you ever, are, are there days when you're feeling, I guess, how do you deal with the days when you're tilted? Obviously there's like, our our community and our love for the people we're playing with on certain days can only get us so far. So yeah. what do you, how do you either work past that or end stream and decompress? Like, how do you take care of your own mental outside of that support from those yeah. around you? Yeah. I think you know me enough to know my, kind of my answer is like, I mean, it's hard for me to get frustrated, right? It I really think, is. Yeah, it's very hard for me to get frustrated. But when I do get frustrated, yes, I would probably cool off and stream. Because I, I really, like, yeah, sometimes I show it on stream. But, like, when we're all frustrated, sometimes, you know, things can get on hand. And then we realize too late sometimes. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, like, it would just be me. Okay, I'm, I'm getting very mad and frustrated and I can't take this. I'm just going to cool off. Not call it quits because I ain't a quitter. Yeah. I'm just going to cool off, take a break. Yeah. You know, calm myself and just relax. And, and what do you do? I'm stronger the next day. What do you do during that? What's that? Is it just business as normal? Kind of just go about your evening? Your evening might have started a little sooner yeah. than you anticipated? Uh, I mean, whatever it is. Like, I mean, personal time is hard for me. Um, Why? Like, it's hard. I mean, there's not a lot of time. I, I edit my oh, okay. I, I stream. I edit my videos. I hang out with the girlfriend. I take care of the pets. I, you know, 
sleep when I can. Yeah, what's uh, a typical? Take me through a typical day in Greece Monkey's life. Greece? Yeah. Okay, wake up in the morning, stream for about maybe what four time? Or five hours. I need specifics. I, it depends on the plans, though. Really, like if I, let's okay, let's okay, maybe on average, uh, eight nine a.m. Okay, is so when you're waking up. On average, I'm waking up. Okay. Uh, you know, take the dog out. Um, clean, tidy stuff up that wasn't tidied up the night. Okay. Um, then, uh, you know, make a coffee or buy a coffee, go out and buy a coffee, and then start stream, uh, maybe four or five hours, right? Depending on what the plan is. Yeah. Take a break, uh, eat, go back into my streaming computer, crop, uh, take out what I need to take out. Um, don't edit, but just have drafts. Nice. Stream again for a couple more hours, depending on the plan, obviously, because I, I typically do two streams a, a day. Um, I do that uh, and stream, crop more videos, draft it for the next day, but then now edit the videos that I had cropped earlier from the first stream, like finalize edits there, upload stuff. If I didn't upload anything that day, if not, I would upload them. I wake up the next day, upload them probably around 8.30, 9 a.m. ish. Start up next stream. Well, maybe I missed out on eating, brushing teeth, cleaning yeah, up. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> Rinse and repeat. Are you live seven days a week? This is every day. You're seven days a week? Yeah. When was the last time you took a day off? When I was sick. Which was when? <laughs> it was recently. And is that still, is it just the, the grind motivation, just the love of doing it? Like, is there... Yeah. That's so crazy. I don't know how no. you... I, I, I even lay down an edit on my phone, like when I'm in bed, until I, I'm sleepy and go to sleep for a couple hours. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. Typical day of Greece. Holy and then obviously shit. the in-betweens, whenever I can, you know, buy dinner, uh, you know, for us, for me and the girlfriend, you know, like, I think that's very important as well. Like, that's why the, the, when I say it's hard for for my own personal time to, you know, play a different video game or just have a time for myself. Yeah. Cause I really, I love taking care of, like of others and, and making other people. Hope you cut out at the end of the day. There we oh, go. Sorry. You got your back. Yeah. So uh, I'm just saying like, what, what makes me happy is, is taking care of others and making them happy. Cause whenever they're happy, I'm happy. So mm. I mainly just, I, you know, I want to have time for the girlfriend and then make her happy. And if I don't have time for myself, hopefully I'll have time for myself the next day, right? Because I yeah. try to accommodate for that. Um, and then that's why, like, sometimes not speaking with other family members, it's not that I'm a cold person. It's just that, goddamn, I'm bad at time management. And yeah. I'm sorry if I didn't call you mom or, you know, <laughs> uncle or anyone else or didn't go through a message or didn't read a message or didn't respond. Like, there's so many things that go through your head, right? Like... And, and, and I don't want to, you know, anyone listening that, you know, I, I've left a red message on. I, I apologize and sorry I didn't get back to you, you know, sooner or didn't respond yet because I'm going through so much shit, right? So, yeah. we. So, but, this is a perfect segue because we were talking about boundaries earlier. How do you, because you do seem very other focused, how do you within yourself realize when you've overdone it? Like, are there certain times where you when do I'm need streaming, to look? Yeah, just when I'm streaming and, yeah. and have no energy. Mm. Like, just like when I'm not the same. And I think some, 
like i think the audience can tell when i'm not the same person yeah i'm not as energetic not as because i always have jokes right and i'm always laughing at everything have you always and been it, that person too yeah 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 i always laughed at everything I love that was it. always me yeah um but yeah like I, I and i know when that's happening to me because i'll just be there like just staring at the screen playing a video game like okay i i definitely need some time for myself or need to just take a nap so there's sometimes those naps in between those you know days that i'm trying to juggle through everything so that's your grease's shortcut to self-care is like a nap is that pretty yeah. much it nap yeah and then i mean this year i wanted to work out yeah so i i gained a lot of weight not gonna lie i gained a lot of weight from when i first started so nice um uh and that's just on me man and and i think i really need to focus on my health yeah um because mentally i'm okay why do you say okay um well i mean i hope i'm doing things right mentally you know for myself like i don't feel like i'm gonna explode anytime soon but um, anytime soon so at some point (laughs) Uh, yeah. And then I think hopefully, you know, me uh, in my head, I'll just be like, okay, Greece, just take some time for yourself, man. Like, cause I haven't really had that happen where I'm like, oh, I'm shaking and I need to like, oh, I don't know what to do or I'm stressing out so much. Like, I don't know. I think maybe what alleviates it is just seeing other people happy and I'm happy too. Right. So, yeah. um, but I know a lot of people are like, yo, just take some time for yourself, man. It's like, I'm okay though. You know, I'm okay. I- I'm not forcing anything. Um, that's why I say, I think I'm mentally okay. Yeah. Like I've never seen someone to try to uh, dig through my brain and then see if there's actually something wrong. There could yeah. be, but I never went to a therapist or anything like that. Right. So, and I mean, they could do probably some crazy things to me, right. Digging through my brain and going through what I've been through because obviously like we've talked about my life, but we haven't really dug deep into like you know, the, the, the craziest things that happened to me in my life. But yeah. I mean, I guess that's for, you know, some other time because I can go for hours on what I've been through, but I think I've coped with it. All right. And I'm mentally okay. Just physically. Uh, it's just like, yeah, I can tell that I'm maybe a bit more on the unhealthier side because of what I'm eating, uh, because of my energy levels. Like, I think I should have more energy when I'm waking up and stuff like that. Like, I think I got to focus more on the physical part for sure. And what's, is there any plans to start? Is there, has there been a start? Well, what's now your... that the weather's getting warmer, I think each day in the morning, I think what I want to do, uh, I got to cut some time on edits, obviously to just go out when I'm walking my dog, maybe yeah. go for a jog, you know, nice. start off with that, something slow, but well, yeah, maybe, uh, <laughs> Uh, I I'm not saying like it's gonna happen tomorrow. Oh no! <laughs> but, uh, it's in your you know, brain as a plan. Be, yes, yes, exactly. The weather's nice, you know. Like, come on, Greece. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, it, it, the, the, yeah. The plan's there. So hopefully, I can do that. Were you big on physical activity as a child, or even yes, up yes, until I, you started streaming? Uh, yeah. High. I mean, middle school. I, I was always into sports. Like, I played soccer, high school football. Like, I played everything in in school. Like physically, I was like great during my school years. Yeah, like I played, I was mainly into basketball. Like I played basketball oh, nice. a lot, right? I was in the high school varsity as well. Um, and and I, I just loved basketball. I watched like, you know, NBA, I was really big into, right? But obviously all that focus kind of shifted off when I had to be an adult. You know, university happened and I got to focus more of my time, you know, just 
working on my education and stuff like that. But I was always like, I, I think I was pretty fit and pretty healthy during those school years. And then obviously you just got to be adult, pay your bills. It kind of slowed down and didn't do any physical activities after that, really. Well, I mean, and then you also switched from what I assume being a mechanic is fairly movement body oriented as well. I mean, yeah, even especially my position. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I mean, being at work, I think that kept me healthy as well because uh, we had a pit. We didn't have like, um, um, what you call uh, like a lift. Okay. Lift the car up, so we had to go downstairs into the pit, work on the car, and like I did everything, and I, I I worked up to be the supervisor, and 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 I was also like teaching a lot of the the new guys how to do certain things. So I was up and down, up and down, like trying to do this, trying to do everything, and then I had to do some customer service as well, and then I have to work Jesus. on like employees' schedules and stuff like that because it was weird. Like we had part timers, we had students that came in that had certain times they had to work as well. So that was like very stressful trying to accommodate everyone. But like the part-timers shouldn't have the choice to begin with. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you know, but then it kind of like, we were so lenient on schedule for some reason that I was like, okay, when can you work? Okay. I'll just put you on for this. And then <laughs> nice. Go on to the next guy and hopefully he can, you know, do the rest. Right. But yeah, I was doing everything at the shop. So I think that, is what kept me fit and healthy because up and down, up and down work, you know, it, it was, it was, and I mean, even managing intense. the nightclub, you're probably walking around. You're not sitting as much. Uh, I think uh, sometimes cause there's nights where like, I think what it was too, like just having to like, stand at the bar and just have a couple of drinks as well. You know, yeah, it's not good for you. Honestly. Well, it's not great. But, no, not at all. But, like mentally you're like, Oh, okay. I can relax and just have a drink. But then I get, because I'm on the, um, the radio, right? And it's like, uh, 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 Ed, we need you. I almost said Greece. Uh, <laughs> Ed, we need you at the front door. There's something going on. Oh, Ed, we need you at this table. There's something going on. Uh, they don't like their table. Or, or the star don't like this. Or the performer doesn't like that. Or there's someone drunk. Uh, they, they said they know you. Like, everyone knows you oh, for some reason. Oh, 100%. And you, go, and, you go, and you go to the freaking group. You're like, who the hell are these people? And that, like, how did they come up with the name? Because, like... Being in management in a nightclub, if they know your first name, they're gonna freaking they're, they're gonna use any advantage to get into the club using your name. Oh yeah, right? there would people who so would be, always walk time. in. They're like, yeah, yeah, I know the owner, Chris, and it's like, awesome. Yeah. Text him right now. Show me a <laughs> yeah, text exactly, that he right? says you're yeah. coming. And yeah. It would happen one out of ten times that it would actually be from someone who knew them. It's yeah. ridiculous. So, yeah, I would be walking, you know, to the front, to the back, and you know all these tables and going through a crowd is, is insane sometimes and and people look at you when you're going through a crowd because you're trying to force your way through a crowd if it's like overcrowded yep and like and they look at you like oh shoot okay you have a okay no no, no okay <laughs> i don't want to cause any trouble you know like, and you because yeah, people are like so sometimes you, you bump into the wrong guy and they give you a look but then they say oh wait okay you work here never mind they you see the earpiece like, they see the jacket mm -hmm. they're like oh fuck yeah. never mind i actually want to yeah. stay in this place yeah what Star was this a big nightclub? Because you, you've when you've spoke about it, you've mentioned stars a couple times. Like, was this a pretty prominent place? Yeah, I mean, Toronto. There were like the few clubs that you knew was the best spots, and that owner had owned a couple of them. Okay. So, yeah, we'd had the the usual performers or like some stars. We had uh, uh, Waka Flocka. Oh we shit! Had, uh, LeBron come into from the club. We had. 
uh, Scotty Pippen, like a lot of NBAs actually. Like, we had Steve Nash come in one time. Uh, uh, singers, we had um, which I'm gonna call it. We did have Cardi B. Uh, we had a lot of a lot of rap artists as well. Like, it was was it a um, hip hop nightclub for the most part? Uh, on like certain days, yeah. Okay. Like, the Sunday, the Wednesday was like hip hop, and then it was like Friday, Saturday, kind of mainstream nice type stuff, more towards house. Um, but yeah, it was, it was a very prominent, like people who had like, if they know the owner, they know how many clubs he owned. Like, like if you were owner of the nightclub, I think everyone knew, right. Uh, who you were and stuff like that. Yeah. It was very, uh, like the nightclub scene, everyone knew each other. I think like it was, you knew the promoters, you knew the owners, you knew the managers, even knew the freaking bar staff, you know, the oh, dude, barbacks, you like, know, security and barbacks, <laughs> like you're good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, 100%. If you know the security, you are good. Yeah. 100%, you are good. Security and bartenders, the two, the two. Mm-hmm. I mean, also never just fuck with any of the staff. But if you ever want to no, get never. hooked up, take, if I, speak and be as kind as possible to your bartender and the security. They will yeah, make you your experience. Know the manager, yeah, yeah, yeah. The bar, the, the, yeah, the bartender or the other security, right? Yeah, 100%, 100%. If you didn't know the, anyone as the, like, manager or, or owner, like, yeah. What do you bartender. what do you miss most from working at the nightclub? If there's um, anything, what I miss, and you're probably most. just gonna say, uh, honestly, DJing. I oh really? Was, yeah, that was so big. Like, if if streaming wasn't you know something that I started with, I think I would have focused on DJing. To be honest, did you ever toy with producing as well? No, I never got into, um, never went deep into to to that because. DJing in itself, like remixing and mashups was hard enough. Like you would have to learn the foundation and oh yeah. Like like from 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 producing. But like I knew the the certain intervals, like 15, 30 seconds. Like I kind of knew the rules yeah. of rhythm. Um, but producing, man, like kudos to those people. Like you have to have re like talent for that. You know? Well, and that's because I I DJed in South Carolina and was even gonna try and do more with that, but I realized it, you if you I mean, there's certain, yeah, if you want to be a DJ at your local or whatever place and you can be that uh, resident DJ, awesome. But I felt like as m- for the more uh, public, more prominent style, or not even style, but just the idea of being a DJ, you had to produce your own shit too. Mm-hmm. And that's that, that, like, if you that's, wanted to make the big step, you had to produce 100%. Exactly. And that's the one thing, like, I just don't have the patience for. Exactly like you're yeah. saying. Like, it's so much just sitting there toying with different yeah. shit. And I don't even think you have to be, yeah, of course, knowing music theory and knowing all of that is very beneficial. But it's, I feel I hear so many DJs who are just like, I just try to make some cool shit and here we are. And it's like, I still don't even know how to read musical notes. And you're just like, yeah. how? Okay, cool, awesome. I love that. Mm-hmm. And you create yeah. bangers. Like that's mm-hmm. one thing I could never get into was the producing aspect of it. But do, yeah. dude, I mean, DJing I, is I so took much it fun. By steps. Yeah, DJing is so much. I took it by steps though. Like I knew that to make the big step to be, you know, big name, big time, you needed to produce. But at first I wanted to make a name for myself local. Nice. Right? Yep. So doing that, maybe maybe getting into radio, um, getting everyone to know me. And then like, okay, let me going deeper into it and start producing stuff because i wanted to make sure that i got everything down with mashups and mixes and you know the basic stuff first right because i think you kind of need to know that too right so how far did you go like what steps 
what was your DJing journey? I was the resident, yeah. Like, really? I, I went up at to the all, same like, place. Being the resident, yeah, at the same place. While you then, were managing? Uh, no, I, I didn't take up the managing until he opened up another nightclub, and he's like, "We need one, and you're a smart guy, and we know you. When you go into something, you're committed." And he's like, "You want to do that?" And I still have the the DJ gig. Like, you could do that one night, and then you know, manage. So. I tried that, but like they needed me more for the new club. Yeah. So I'm like, you know what? I'm just take a break on the DJing. Let me just make some money here. You know, did you ever go back to this. it? No. Damn. As, as soon as I managed, I focused more of my time trying to, you know, uh, fill up staff and, and, and make sure everything is organized because organization is key when it comes to. Yeah, like, dude. You need to organize like, because sometimes you get overbooked and what are you going to do when you're overbooked? Right? Like, and and sometimes you don't have enough staff and you need know, to like every mostly it was everything in call like you have to call someone can, can you make it tonight you know what i'm saying like the day of sometimes because we don't know that you're all booked up until maybe last minute right how so, the fuck did you because i'm just now realizing just you... knowing a lot of people like being a dj like you kind of like like i said before the nightclub scene everyone knew each other yeah right? so i'm like I took numbers like, hey, you know, you want to try to make some money? Want to earn some cash? So that's like literally how I got it. I got contacts full of people that partied anyways. And why not party with some cash? You know, how so. did you manage the stress of that all? Because now I'm processing the fact that you <laughs> not only were a manager there, which my best friend is, well, was my manager at my bar. He started as my bar back and ended as my <laughs> manager. And then now he manages uh, another bar like two blocks down. But I know how much his phone would blow up on a daily basis from shit, dealing with uh, drop-offs, oh, yeah. so, dealing with all of that. And then you're yeah. also supervising at the yeah. fucking mechanic shop having to manage yeah. that. Like, yeah, I forgot to tell you, I, I did have the phone for the club, too, for, for a hot minute for a couple of years to, to book. You know, Your um, life is tables. stressing me out. Yeah, so I would have my phone, like my boss didn't know, and hopefully he's not watching right now. And what uh, is he going to do? I have my phone on me. When I was at work, and if someone called, and if I had time to pick up, I would pick it up, quickly book something, or tell them what is needed for guest list or anything like that, and then just hang up and okay, I got got a book. Okay, let me, you know, like, or like if I was busy, I would have to let it ring, and hopefully they leave a message. I call them, I call everyone back because, you know, sometimes like I made commissions sometimes too, so like, I would freaking call them back and like, oh, did you want to book something or were you interested in something, you know? So it was, yeah, I had the phone while I was working at my day job too. And no, I was just like trying to be fin very, very financially stable too. Like, you know, when I wanted to make money, I wanted like to save up. Like, so, I mean, it, it was just something that I, I always worked my ass off. Yeah. Anything. It's like right? the golden. So of keep going. Sorry. Mm -hmm. So when I first started at working, even in the automotive shop, I was like, I I'm not going to be just someone that, is just a tech and just works on cars and that's it. I wanted to go up, you know, same as the nightclub. I, I first got worked as like a guy who did the guest list. Yeah. Wrote names on the guest or, 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 or like, uh, Oh, are you on the guest list? Okay. Are you on the guest? Like I was just at the front, just doing that. Right. But I'm like, I don't want to just do this. Right. So it was, I don't know when I, when it came to me working, I wanted to be the best of the best Yeah. at what I do and maybe learn more from there. Right. So, yeah, I was always like that. So do you slash did you, do you get anxiety? Do you get stressed by 
this stuff? Mm. Like what? Yeah. Like in in terms of putting in this terms into the of streaming just, world now. Yeah, it, I mean, even because even in my mind, like I'm legitimately getting anxiety in my chest thinking about someone trying to reach me all the time while I'm also trying to do something else. Like I think, yeah. So I think it's that's like, what had helped me. Yeah, like I think going through my life experiences and working in the nightclub and stuff like that, like fast paced environment and and people calling, people messaging, stuff like that. Like I think that made me more comfortable now. Right yeah. now that you know, I still now that we're streamers, you probably get a, a tons of messages from random people. Oh yeah, that you've amount. never seen in your stream before, and you're going through these messages. And you're like, oh, like now, like I'm used to it. And like I said before, like I apologize for the people that had left messages and I couldn't respond back or I forgot to respond back or whatever it is. Like it's just that sometimes when you're juggling through so many things, it kind of just blows over your head, right? And you don't mean mean to do that personally, yeah. right? Um, but so, yeah, I think that's just growing from that. It made it less stressful. I mean, it's still stressful. Obviously. I mean, yeah, like, going through your phone and you seeing, you know, hundreds of messages, right? like uh, even <gasps> my, my, my email, right? Even my email. I'm going to tell you right now, my email has says 13,644. Oh, dude. Like, yeah. I'm you at, know, let's see. <laughs> Mine says 2,354. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, you know, and, and. You know what you have to prioritize and what you, you, you don't. Um, and for the people that you know that will make a significant difference in the messages, you, you know you'll get back to it. Yeah. But there's some there's going to be the oddball that you're like, oh, shoot, I totally forgot, man. I'm sorry. And, you know, and what can you do after that, right? Because you're human. You're only human. So I don't really stress out too much on that. What I mainly stress out on is is is, like, mainly... How can I stabilize my future? And if I'm going to have kids one day and how, like what, like what's in store for me, right? Because I'm always focused on the now. Yeah. Right? That's, I was about to say, you have a very, you're very present. Yeah. It sounds, yeah. it also so that's, sounds that's like one thing I'm stressed out about is what's going to happen to me, you know, when I have a kid or, or, or am I still going to be doing this? Because we've gone into the streaming world and we've, we've, Put ourselves in this place where nothing's really clear because things like this can go up and down like a freaking roller coaster, right? Yep. And I've set myself up to be like, if I can't make ends meet doing this, then unfortunately I would have to, you know, step back and go back to work, pay the bills. Like, I love doing this. Don't get me wrong. I would never quit doing this. Oh, yeah. If I don't make ends meet, I will still be doing this hands down. Right? I love that. I will still, I'll do what I used to do. Work, stream, sleep. Yeah. You know? like, like <laughs> repeat. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And then repeat. Like, oh, I mean, I'll always be doing this. I love doing this. This is a huge. This is, I don't know, more than a hobby. Is there a word better than hobby? Because, you know, I freaking love doing this, right? Yeah. I think I was honestly born to do this. Like, I, I love doing this, man. Like, I love that. Nothing makes me happier. I've never been uh, this happy in my life, like where I am, right? Dude. But oh, yeah. the only thing I'm stressed out about is obviously the future. Like, you, yeah. you never know, right? You never know. Because I love doing this so much that it does hurt that if I can't make ends meet with this, I got to stop enjoying. Like, I got to not, not stop, but restrict myself yeah. from doing what I love doing because I got to pay the bills. You know what I'm saying? Like, like go, go back to work at a, at a job that, you know, wasn't as passionate about, Yeah, you know? So, 
yeah, that's that. That's the thing that scares me. Is like, what has what what's in store for me for the future? Like, because I mean, I'm happy where I'm at now. If things stay the same, I mean, I'm I'm happy. Yeah, you know. But I'm always gonna strive to be the best at it. You know, I'm always gonna work on myself. I'm always gonna try to be the top. Try to, like work myself to be the top. So it's just oh, that was just me naturally. Like I've always wanted to be the best at you know what i'm doing so that's so beautiful dude Mm -hmm. and how has that translated speaking of the future with everything going on facebook how has how have you been dealing with that have you been trying to not think about it have you just been hitting live and just letting the present speak for itself and kind of dealing with it as it comes what i've learned is like yeah i'm not gonna put like before I was like, yo, Facebook's the best. I'm going to put all eggs in this basket. But now learning and evolving in the streaming world, yeah. you know, you can't put all eggs in one basket. No. You gotta, yeah. You got to do other things other than streaming. Because before, yeah, during COVID times, yeah, you could make a living just off streaming and you could be happy doing what you're doing. Yeah. Just streaming. But being in this industry now for anyone that's going to go into it, you got to make sure that you're doing more than just streaming yep right there has to be content out of streaming you have to do it when did you realize that for yourself Mm. uh probably after covid time yeah when i've seen like things were the same like stagnant because you know like i always want to be the best at it right and you figure out yeah if you just stream you're not going to be the best at it you got to do everything yeah. Right. And the fact that I'm editing videos now and getting to learn the back ends of stuff and like, don't forget about, you know, the team that, that you built as well, you know, your moderators and stuff like that. They've had a huge impact in my journey too, right. To, to help us grow and, and build the community and make everyone feel comfortable coming into the streams. Yeah. Like, like it's just a beautiful thing. Right. And, and after the COVID times when I've seen like, okay, we're not, really growing so much anymore what can we do further and that's when you start opening your eyes and realizing you cannot put all eggs in one basket you gotta try to make yourself discoverable on all platforms so that people can vibe into your streams after they see your content right so yep i think that's what mainly what it is is just you know that now in this day and age you just can't stream anymore no and it's wild i mean it's a difference like there's people that just want to stream that's okay too you can do that if it's a hobby, you can just stream and work, you know, if you like doing that, why not? Right. But if you want to do this full time and this is your passion, you know that you cannot just stream. No. So. And that's, yeah. see, and I'm like, I'm the person that loves streaming. I love, like, mm-hmm. that's what I loved about bartending. That's what I loved when you mentioned DJing. Like, I love that. It's entertaining. Live yeah. entertainment. It's, it's. Mm-hmm. Like I was even before, like right before COVID hit, I had stopped my on-screen or my on-camera acting class and was going to start doing improv classes because it's like I just loved, yeah, acting and being on camera is fun, but doing the same twelve, uh, same scene twelve times to a room of people that are already there, like it, it, there was, yeah, you can get those reactions, but it's different than if you're in a crowd or you're in front of a crowd without any knowledge of what's about to happen. And just mm-hmm. creating a moment out of that. That is yeah. so much fun. And that's what I love about stream. Yeah. And that's the interesting part that like I had to learn, which is interesting that it almost seems as though you come 
your content creation comes from I know what I'm able to do in a game and I know that what I end up doing I will be able to take and use something from where it's like yeah. as being a player who's not as good I have to be more intentional of okay I'm going into troll trios and I hope like not I hope but I hope I can get content mm -hmm. from this I hope that this yeah. is something that's going to work and, and, and that's what you put yourself yeah. into too right like you know that there's so many great players like I'm not saying I'm the best player in the world but I want to get there, but I yeah. know there's way more people better than me. So what can I do different and unique that I can, you know, um, stand out? You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, that's, that's what you just got to do for yourself. And if, if you're going into the streaming thing and thinking you're the best and your gameplay is going to be it, no, like, that's not it. Anyone can post a video of someone dropping 50 bombs. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's a lot of great players that, Thank that you. can do that, you know? Thank you. Like, and that's like... It has to be more than that. And right. you just set up the compliment that I wanted to give you to even start, which was I because I I think one of the main things that I saw right at the start of COVID or not at the start of COVID, but after when the COVID cooldown started to happen, seeing mm -hmm. all of these players who had started as sweats who are complaining about not getting invites or not getting traction or whatever it was. And it's you are one of the few sweats that I can say on a consistent basis has one of the most incredible personalities and is one of the most amazing entertainers outside of your skill at the game. And I think uh -huh. so many people rely on their skill and are like, why aren't people watching me? I'm really good. And it's like, That's there's 37 cringy. people yeah. that when I like, see that stuff on the timeline, I'm like, have you seen your own content? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're so focused on your gameplay. I would get it like, oh my God, you're dropping world record numbers. Okay. Like, yeah, that's yeah. why you're so focused and there's no personality there. Like, I know, like you guys know me when I'm so and out getting high kills. I'm quiet. As oh, shit. you're so, we don't know. We just know right? Grace is off killing people. We yeah, just checked the kill feed exactly. and we know what's up. <laughs> Sometimes I hate doing that. You oh know? yeah. So when I'm streaming, my mentality is I want to be vibing with everybody. Yeah. Right. It's but connection when I get to that point. Like sometimes I'm like, oh shoot, snap out of it, and that's sometimes like, I mean, it, it, I mean, I'm not saying like, you know, I could have dropped more kills. I guess I am, but like, I I want to focus more on like the audience and like, yeah, you know. And I know sometimes they say, no, no, like we love when you do stuff like this, but I honestly like I feel bad. I, I'm Same. not gonna get away from that emotion. Yeah, you know, you're like, no, no, like, I need to talk to mm -hmm. you. Like, don't tell me what yeah. to do. I want to talk to you yeah. guys. Yeah. yeah. So when I was on the phase of, of competitions, like even on the Facebook, remember the Facebook tournaments that was happening almost every week? Yeah. On, on Verdansk? Yep. Like I was so big into that and, and even competitions like outside of that. Like I even got first place in one of those Facebook tournaments too. But I was so like my like my path, I was straying my path a bit because I was so into the competition. I'm like, oh shoot, no, 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 no. This I don't want to be this way. Like I want to make sure, like this is how I've grown. Yeah. Like getting to know the community, getting to, you know, vibe with the community, getting to play supporter games, stuff like that. I need to stay away from the competitives because it's so toxic. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, it's just, you're so, you're, you're focused on too much of yourself and, and, mm. and you're forgetting about the other part of how you've grown and why you're a streamer and why you're doing certain things. Like being in, in, in the comp scene, even the people in the comp scene, like so many people are like, you get to really know someone and, Everyone's yeah. so selfish and it's just such a bad toxic vibe it's amazing you know? what happens like, when money's on the line i gotta get away from that exactly yeah and like it was just too toxic for me and i'm like you know what no 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 no. what am i doing like let me step away so that's why like yes i know some of my audience do like me in competitions 
but in all honesty, like I'd rather focus on content than that. Yeah. You know, like, so how do you balance that? Because you are, I mean, you're practicing for the world series of war zone. Like you are, you maybe, are a maybe, sweat. Maybe, maybe. Okay. That's why like it, with, with, with that, like, I'm not just going to go look for a team and try to, you know, play in the, like, that's not my mentality. If I'm going to play in the world series of war zone, it's going to be people that I'm vibing with. anyways. Yeah. 100 percent. They, they don't have a spot for me that's cool too like i wish them the best i hope they win it but like if they have a spot okay i'll vibe with you guys that's why like like yeah it's freaking 750 probably like yeah we're right not now, too much probably. longer i got you <laughs> no, yeah no, no, we're good we're good uh but like like i, I wouldn't want to be in any other team really because worst team is stressful oh yeah people exploit the shit out of it like vpn and stuff like like i, I don't know like I hope they minimize all that stuff based on like how it's organized now. It looks like it could be much more manageable. Yeah. Stress wise. Um, but people are exploiting the shit out of it. And no matter how hard you worked on getting the kills and like, I hate me going into a lobby, sweating my ass off going into one point over 1.3 KD lobbies when I was in world series last year and, and getting 20 bombs and, and just, almost making it was was so shitty because there's people that made it that had less than one kd lobbies like i had a 20 Jeez. win streak i had a 20 win streak on all my lobbies at least being a 1.2 or above i had 1.6 lobbies i was dropping 20 kill games but i was like so focused in the game i wasn't even you know like i felt bad like i wasn't even like talking to chat i was just oh yeah finding all the alerts and shit like that and and doing all that to be like Oh, he didn't make it because some guy was VPNing the shit out of it and getting uh, less than one KD lobbies and making it to the customs and getting shit on in the customs. You know, like, yep. like what was the point of that? You know, all that work, yeah. that, that sacrifice I would have made from not talking to the audience, like, was for nothing because there's people exploiting the shit out of the tournament. But was it right? for nothing though? Did you end up still getting more people? Was there still um? Not like in terms of more people like coming into the stream. Not yeah, really. just realizing you're a sweat. Just being like, I want to watch this guy. Mm, no, just the same people. What like, I feel like it's hard to get a new audience without talking to them, right? Like, yeah, that's I've fair. Always like, kind of wanted to acknowledge even a like on the stream. You know, like. Oh, dude, yeah. It's like I had to. There had to be a point where I I couldn't shout out likes anymore. It's like mm -hmm. I will just be sitting here. Please say yeah. hi in chat. I will do yeah. my best to get to every single comment as possible. But I yeah. can't, I, I can't do the likes anymore. Yeah, it's way and too I understand many. <laughs> there's going to be specific audiences, right? There's going to be the supporters that only want to play a game with you, right? Yeah. There's going to be only the audience that only watch you for your gameplay, right? Yep. There's only going to be the audience that was only there for your personality, which is great, right? <laughs> like, yeah, please show up for my yeah, personality. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and there's just to be you, right? Like, and, and, you know, obviously I want the supporters to support me and the community, not just me, but the community in itself, like everybody here. Yeah. Right. I want everyone to just, you know, we're all friends. We're all family. We are all together to, to do this together. Right. We're I'm streaming not, together. Not, exactly. Yeah. You're not just coming to like in my eyes, the way I look at it, like if, if you're coming into the stream just to watch a gameplay, that's cool. But my drive, my goal is for that, for you, that you came in to watch my gameplay. I hope you get to know me and the community, too. Yep. You know? If not, that's cool. Like you can stay who you are. I like I'm not forcing you to do anything. I just hope that maybe instead of you just watching gameplay or just you wanting to play video games with me, I hope you get to know me and the community more. 
you know? Yeah. That's all I want. I mean, that's like that's the ultimate goal. Yeah. So was there always, and it's interesting that you have this closeness or even just the desire for that closeness with your community, considering how in a way it seems as though you grew up disconnected from family and from connection in that way. Like, is there any, it, it, does that play any part in your it, it could desire? It could have been. I'm not saying that it was a, a clear picture of like my past was the way that I'm am right now. I mean, yeah. I think maybe that has something to do with it because I was so away from my intermediate family that, you know, I just wanted some, I don't know. A sense some, of family, some I community guess, yeah. and connection yeah. and consistent yeah, that, that, connection. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you think yeah. there's the, there's also that consistency aspect to it as well? Uh, what do you mean by that? Like, as in, like, you know, that you go on and it's the same, it's like that same people that you get to grow with as a community. I, I, I don't know uh, because there's a, there's, there's a difference between going and being a part of a group and, st- and feeling comfortable versus going and being with a close group that you already know well and feeling comfortable in terms of just like, you know, I don't know. There's just like that deeper knowing of that group of that. Like we get each other. There's the idiosyncrasies. Like, you know, if I make this play that I've made, uh, Oh, this stupid play that I've made for the last three months. Like that's a joke that we get to connect about because you've been yeah, there for that. I, like there's I want that, that with closeness. Everyone. Yes. Yes. That that's what I want to keep like, and, and going through the stream run. And I think you've been through it as well. Like the people that you thought was day ones and was very, very close and that you can make inside jokes. So then all that stuff that you were so close with, you could have that one opinion and they could just have backed off and then just it's you know, kind of what changed. Not yeah. be with you. Yeah. Exactly. I but had like, that. Yeah. My ultimate goal is yes. I want everyone to be that way. Yeah. Because sometimes it sucks when, you know, we have the OGs that talk about something and someone feels so left out and you feel bad. You yeah. honestly feel bad and you want to fill everyone in on, 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 okay. Yeah. This was the story. Right? Yeah. I want everyone to feel like they can be a part of that conversation, you know? And that's why I say like, Hey, if you're just in it for the gameplay, you're going to be missing some pieces of the puzzle in this community. Like, yeah. I'm not just a guy that's playing a video game and you watching. Like, if 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 you feel confused about our conversation, that means you ain't close enough. Like, yeah, I'm not saying that I don't like you as much. Everyone is treated equal, right? I love everyone as much, you know, like the one viewer that, you know, that's just following and just, you know, in the Hanging stream. out, yeah. Thank you so much for, like, you know, tuning in. Like I said, you could be doing anything else in the world, right? To take the time out of your day to come in to watch the stream, but that's a blessing. Like, and I hope to make you feel happy, or I hope to, you know, make you um um feel good. And if you had a bad day, I hope I flipped it around. Like, you know, and and you are as the same person as you know the day one. I'm gonna treat you the same. Yeah. Right. But it's not gonna be my fault if there's something that we're having a conversation you feel confused about. I mean, that's your loss if you don't want to be closer knit with us. You yeah. know, like. But that's my ultimate goal is just to, you know, have that with everyone. I love. So is that always? Yeah. yeah. That's so great. Do you feel you've always longed for that? Uh, Yeah. Or always like even in like, yeah, even in the real world, like when I'm having, you know, friends and like if I have the the one newer friend and they feel left out, 
have the same feeling like oh shoot my bad bro like this is what we're talking about this is the story like i don't want to make him feel left out i don't want to be that guy that's like oh yeah a nice inside joke and not talk about it with the other yeah 100 like, you know saying like you just feel i just feel bad right i want everyone to be filled in like if you're gonna be my friend you're not just gonna be someone that's just like okay i'm just gonna hang out with you because this other person that i'm closer with can't hang out right like i want everyone to have the same level of friendship interesting so it seems like you kind of don't do casual friendship necessarily um is that accurate i mean it's tough to say because like i don't want to yeah like casual friendship yes but maybe it's it's restricted because where our schedules aren't the same or yeah we don't have the time right i think it's just that like yeah i I don't want to have just just one casual friend because what if you know shit hits the fan and you don't really know the person too well any you know shits on you yeah you know what i'm saying like that's why you really got to get to know someone because they could be in it for the wrong reasons you know like they could have a relationship with you with the, for the wrong reasons to get something out of for their own good and yep. you don't want anyone like that because that's gonna no. screw up your head oh you know? yeah it's horrible yeah it's hor- the, the, yeah, yeah and that's that's the very interesting part of being in entertainment is that mm-hmm. so many people unfortunately want to do that and it's, yeah. oh, what can I get from you? Or what can my proximity to your existence get me? And mm-hmm. that's, yeah, that's like a really, that's why it's like, if, if people won't have deep conversations with me right away, I'm like, I'm good. Like it, yeah. it, that's, I'm, I'm fine. Like I love that you might be a lovely person and there might be more time where you do get to the point of having these deep conversations. But if that's not where you're at right now, I'm sorry, I don't trust you. As, mm-hmm. as unfortunate as that might be and as limiting as that might be, like, that's just not how I feel comfortable. Like, I'm not willing mm. to, yeah, I'm not willing to have exactly. that. Just Exactly. And like, I, if, if you do have just a casual relationship and, and, and it's just that, it could be just the time, you know? Like, yeah. unfortunately, your, your time isn't, you know, uh, on par with the other person, which, you know, they're focusing on their priorities and hopefully the relationship just will grow over time, you know? So, and you're how- always going to be the casual friend, but... It's not forced like that. It's just yeah, because it's circumstance. Exactly. Yeah. And how do you, based on your schedule, it doesn't seem as though you have a lot of time for friendship outside of Sid. Is that accurate? Or do you have yeah, a close very, group very of friends? Accurate. Or I, I did like my coworkers became friends and stuff like that. But I mean, I, I hardly have time for like, you know, intermediate family sometimes, you know, yeah. it sucks, but like they understand. They know what I'm trying to do with this. Nice. Right? Like, I mean, you have to make sacrifices. And, and if if you feel like it's too much of a sacrifice, you'll know. Right? Like, yeah. I was going to say, it also doesn't seem like you have a beautiful connection with Sid. You love what you're doing. So it doesn't, it doesn't mm-hmm. seem as though there's, there is that feeling that you're missing out on yeah. and that like friendship the, or anything. Like, yeah, the connection that I have with the community is the same as the reward, in my opinion. And yeah. So people that you know hang out with us in our streams, it's not like because we didn't see them in real life, in real world, it's not like it's a difference. Like I feel like I can just see them in the real and be like the same. Yeah. You know? It's like what's up? Like it wouldn't be I see yeah, your face exactly. now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So I mean that that that's that's what drives me really is just we built a beautiful community here and um and I'm striving to have that same level of friendship with everybody that comes in, right? So I love that, dude. Yeah, and yeah. I, I wanted one more thing before I do let you go to your sweat fest. Yeah, yeah. No worries. Um, what you, you mentioned improving 
and having a big focus on improvement and bettering yourself, how do you know when you're doing that? How do you keep track? How do you gauge your self-progress through all of this and know when something is working, when it's not, when you need to change? Um, that's why I have my set foundation of people that had followed me from the start. Like, mm. it's not just me now. When I'm with the group of people that had, you know, been with me from the start, like my mods, my team. Yeah. Like, they're not just in it to be in the streams. Like, I'm talking to them being like, yo, you guys think this is a good idea? Yeah. Oh, how'd you guys think of this? How was the stream? Stuff like that. Like, I, we've created, like, it wasn't just me, just all of us. Even when I do end up choosing someone that I feel has the time to, uh, you know, jump in our streams and jump in our team, like, it, we, we, I take everyone's opinion on it. And if it didn't work out well, they will let me know. And if I feel like the vibe wasn't right, like, I will have that feeling like, okay, yeah, that didn't work out. I'm not yeah. going to do that anymore, right? Like, we'll have that feeling. But it's good to have people that, you know, that's been with you from the start and in your team um, to not get you to, to stray from your path. Yeah. Because you know? sometimes you get into something and then you, you're kind of like, you kind of blinded yourself on, oh, wait, what did the other person think of that? Yep. Right? And you thought it was a good idea, but it wasn't. Right? So it's good to have voices from you know from other opinions and from everyone else and how so. did you put your mod team together um, and like what are the qualities you look for in my mod in team them? is actually like i have people that's been in it since almost day one that's insane so and then just the people that you know i have put message for like because they've been in the stream almost every day and and they've been so welcome. Like everyone in the stream could be a mod. You know what I'm saying? Oh but, yeah. Like, for the yeah. I'm not saying I'm not saying like okay, you're not a mod uh, because you know you're not as close as I am with these people. No, no, no. It's it's more of like you have the time, right? Yeah. You have the same goal as us, not just me. You have the same goal as us. Oh, I love that. And you that. want to see us succeed, you know, overall, right? You want to help build this community as as warm and as beautiful as it is right now. Yes, we are happy with what we have, but come on, like there's, there's so many people in the world that can, you know, you know, that, that are probably um, just as beautiful that we need to try to, you know, get in here. Yeah. You know? Like I said, just having, like having a really big close family. Right. So that, that's the biggest thing. Like, and if let's say, I mean, we're at a point where it's the same. I mean, yes, I'll be happy with what we have, but honestly, okay, yeah, that's when you're starting to think, okay, what can we do now? Yeah. Right? To 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 help us be discoverable for the like for people that could have joined our community, right? So yeah, I mean, it's not just my voice, it's it's everyone's voice, not just the mod team as well. It's people in the stream. If I have, you know, a lot of people disagreeing, I'll obviously you know, listen to everyone else's opinions on it, not just mine, because obviously you need a team. Yeah. You need everyone backing you. Like, you, you know? Yeah. And I, I feel like we've built a, a good community enough to, to know what we did wrong and what we did right. I um, love that, dude. Yeah. I love that so much. Dude, thank mm -hmm. you so much for taking this time. Oh, thank that you for was, me, that was incredible. I wish I can go on for more. But... I mean, you did mention <laughs> yeah. that there's other stuff that you could talk for hours about. So yeah, I will be having you back yeah. to talk about all of yeah. that trauma because yeah, sure. I want to know. 
Um, <laughs> where, yeah. uh, what do you got going on? Where can the people find you? All that good stuff. Mm. Wait a minute. Is this a self-promotion thing now? This I is, can you can self-promo in chat, bro. Self-promo in chat. I mean, yeah, I'm live Facebook kick, uh, TikTok. Um, I want to start doing YouTube. Nice. That, that's huge as well. Like, like I said, like not putting all eggs in one basket. I want to try to, you know, put, put everything on every platform, but you know, it's hard, right? Oh yeah. You need a lot of time to put, uh, especially like, and then you can't just put the same, sometimes you can't put the same videos on every platform. You, you gotta yep. edit certain things to make it fit in that platform. Right. So yeah, I'm like, I'm on everything. If, is it Grease Monkey? Is it? And I'll, of course, DM you oh to get God. your actual yeah. social this links. Is, this is something. This is yeah, the hardest is part, huh? Yeah, because like what what screwed me up is Activision and having them to think that Grease Monkey is profanity. Now that I think about it, it's like, oh, shoot, like, should, is that professional enough? I do like Grease MG. Nice. Grease Monkey Gaming, but Grease MG looks professional. So I think what I might start to do slowly is just have everything almost Grease MG because that's still open. Well, and also um, be careful because Grease Monkey is a big uh, automotive. Uh, that's it. Yeah. Thing in the U.S. as well. Yeah, but for some reason, some people take it to a whole different level. If you know what I mean. Oh, I know. So, I know. I just didn't know if like culture these days. Like, I gotta be very well, careful. And legitimately, I didn't know if you continue to grow. If you got Grease Monkey, quote unquote, popular, if you would get like a cease and desist from them. That was my only thing. Not even the yeah. racial part, because I mean, fuck, dude. If people are looking at that, there, that's a reach. But yeah, if, if I would be more worried about the actual Grease Monkey Corporation coming after you and being like, yeah. "Stop using our name." Yeah, no. So that was it. You but know. Grease MG and otherwise, just so. What should people Google to find you? Uh, right now, just Grease Monkey. One word: space gaming. I think is, is okay. easiest for everything. There we go. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, if if you jump on like a Facebook thing, you'll have all my socials linked anyways. Like, I have the website there, so peacemongergaming.live. So. Hey, there we go. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. Dude, That's thank it. you so much, man. I appreciate oh, you. you. Man. Uh, I thank you more for having I me. I thank you more. This is better than just playing video games. Right? So. <laughs> this is why I'm like, I, I, yeah, I, I could this. just have direct conversations yeah. with the people that I play with, or I could yeah. scream at Call of Duty and get, like, half-ass conversations. About- yeah, you ever think about having multiple people or no? Is it just, I, you, you like it as the one-on-one? I will get to that point for now. Mm. I like the one-on-one. I'm also even still toying with whether, A, I want to do them while I'm live or rather do them off stream. B, whether I want to make them video as in have mm-hmm. you guys on cam and me yeah. on camera because I know personally I don't watch podcasts. Like the only podcasts yeah. I watch are clips on TikTok or Instagram or something. Otherwise, if I'm actually listening listening to one, it's just audio. So yeah. I'm just I'm I'm at the point of just wanting to have the conversations. I know that probably having four people because I'm I'm so curious. Like the the amount mm. of follow up questions that I have to stop myself from asking, so yeah. I'm not continuously just berating people. It's taking yeah. a lot of self-control. So I don't know if yeah. adding an additional person, mm. I, I don't know. Like I would love, I think if I did no, anything, it would be like a co-host. Like, oh, yeah, thank no, you. No, I'm not, I'm not assuming this. that you're like, like, well, this sucks. We need another yeah, person. No, no, you're yeah, boring. Yeah. yeah this, but, is, that, this is just so good that like, yeah. I wonder if you're going to bring this and branch this out to like a podcast with a couple people, but this is amazing. Like, and thank where can you, people dude. like, 
is this on something that's going to be on you? Is this you can go live stream or you can you can go what the fluff podcast on YouTube, Spotify mm. podcast, Google podcast, nice. Apple podcasts. Yeah, just look up WT. Uh, yeah, I think it's just what the fluff podcast. And, and you'll... I feel like a lot of people will like enjoy this in my opinion. Like, I think. Thank you, man. To know the streamers on the back end, you know, that's what exactly like, through. yeah, like this it's not even a about thing. It's not even. a Yeah, of course, the content is a part that. of it. But yeah, yeah, that's that's what I love. Mm-hmm. I love getting to talk about like I think my big thing is like the relationship between all of the things that we do. Like again, yeah, that's that's exactly. what I love to find out about you, the fact that you are so committed to this and that you don't mm-hmm. do much else. Like that's something that's mm-hmm. so different for me who like gets a little anxious and is like, "You know what? I need to take the day. I'm going to go sit on my couch." <laughs> like that yeah. like just discovering more about people and it's like I'm even sitting here from these like I feel selfish because I'm walking away from these conversations like, oh, fuck, I didn't even think about it like that. Or I didn't. Yeah. Like, it's incredible. That's what I love about talking yeah. to people who are willing to talk is you be get to learn too. so much more. You get to be vulnerable. Mm-hmm. You get to learn mm-hmm. and, like, discover un- uncomfortable things about myself, about, like, everything. And that's yeah. that's all I want to do. So that's, I yeah. mean, shit, dude, getting to have five hours worth of conversations today, my soul is so filled up. And I even get to have <laughs> another deep conversation in another hour and a half, that's probably going to go two to three hours. So it's like, Holy, you have another one today. Not oh, one of these. Man. This is a, a catch okay, up okay. with a personal friend, but oh, okay, we still okay. like, this is the shit we talk about. We like yeah, full on yeah. therapize each other. And we're like, Oh my yeah. God, tell me more about that feeling we you had. We need that though, man. Yeah. We need someone to talk to that can relate to. Right. It's like, yeah, it's, it's so hard to, to have like, people don't understand, you know, what we go through mentally and, and physically and, and how much time we actually invest in it, not just streaming, right? Yeah, yeah dude. It's like, and that's yeah. why it's even more fucking incredible, the fact that you're doing your own editing. You're doing mm-hmm. all the posting in, too, because it's like, yeah. I have a freaking, I have editors. I have a team to do that, and I'm still stressed out about, like, figuring out <laughs> even what clips I want to use and what VODs yeah. to post up and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. So it's, like, there's so much to this, and there's so many different aspects, and everyone goes about it in a different yeah. way that it's so many people can take so many things away from so many conversations because yeah. no yeah. one does it the same. And that's, yep. that's what I love. I love that's the, the different experience. Yeah. 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 In a creative yeah. endeavor, you can do it in so many ways and finding out how people do it and deal yeah. while they're doing it. Make, yeah, makes me so happy. And goal too. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Everyone wants to be. Yeah. That's, love that. dude, I, oh my God, even in the last seconds, we're learning things. Yeah, that's exactly true. I never even thought about <laughs> yeah. the fact, like the end goal is the same. Well, I mean, you could get um, nuanced about it. If some yeah, people want to exactly. be famous, some people want yeah. whatever. Like it seems yeah. Yeah. we share a very similar goal of our content and streaming journey is primarily based on community. Like that's, I've always dreamt, even when I wanted to be, I mean, I still want to be an actor, but even when I was younger and wanted to be an actor and wanted to be famous, like the whole point of being famous was to be able to have these conversations, was to be able to be like, what is humanity about? Like, can we talk more about this shit? Cause I feel like we're not doing that. And oh. so that's, yeah. I appreciate you, uh, yeah, being vulnerable and taking the time to do it, dude. It's seriously, I appreciate you having so me. incredible. Again, of course, I'll dude. I'll do this again whenever you need. Yep, we're gonna have I'm another. Down. It's guaranteed when you don't <laughs> have right. a tournament practice right after. Uh, are you on kick right now? Yes, I am. Sweet, sending the people over. I appreciate you, dude. All right, much love. Man. Enjoy. Thank you so much. Love your brother. Bye. Have a good one. Bye, bye.